Welcome to episode number 22 of the Active Geek Podcast, entitled Three Rounds of Geek. So, as I was planning the remainder of the episodes for this year, I came up with this episode, which is Three Rounds of Geek. Yeah, round one is your top five list, round two is your pick'em, and round three is who would win in a hypothetical battle. We cover things from the Power Rangers to the Ninja Turtles to Thundercats to Harry Potter, Marvel superheroes, DC superheroes, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Star Trek, so many things in geek culture, things that we love, things that we don't love, um, and we we had a, a great time doing this. This is to date, our longest episode recorded. It's over two hours, but I can tell you it's not stale. It's something fun. You'll be able to see which side of the coin that I am on and which side of the coin Chuck is on and to see if sometimes we agree. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. Well, without further ado, I present episode number 22 of the Active Geek Podcast entitled Three Rounds of Geek. Chuck, do you like top five lists? Depends. Sometimes they're really corny. Okay. Uh, and sometimes, you know, they're fun. Do you like pick'ems? Same, same thing. Do you like would-you-rathers? Uh, depending on what the question is. Do you like sausage? I love sausage. All right, good. So what we're going to talk about today is a little different than what we usually talk about, but kind of in the same realm of what we talk about, because... You probably know this, our listeners probably know this, I usually do a top five or a Mount Rushmore or hypotheticals in every podcast. Yep. And I usually, sometimes I'll throw them at you off the top of my head because it comes at the moment. And sometimes we get great great uh, results and sometimes we don't and we go from there. So I have some top fives, some pick'ems, and who would win battles for us. Sound like a plan? Definitely sounds like a plan. All right, so... I'm going to entitle this the three rounds of geek. And round one is going to be our top five lists. Um, so let's start with, with your first top five, which is the top five current television shows that you watch in 2016. All right. Uh, my first one is Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Second season just was released last week. We binged it, loved it. Thought it was better than the first. Yeah, much uh, better. Um, then my second is Flash. Uh, again, just came back this week. Um, as I talked about before, one time I was very leery on this show. From the jump you were leery. From the jump. Love it. Uh, then, of course, Arrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's kind of what started the whole DC cinematic universe in TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the new one, Legends of Tomorrow. Okay. And then I switch gears and uh, to a non-comic book show, which is uh, House of Cards. Okay. I, I haven't watched House, House of Cards. House of Cards. Uh, I wouldn't think I would like a political drama, but it's very good. The acting is very good. The writing is very good. Um, it's on Netflix. I binged that when it came out. Uh, the fourth season just came out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I binged that mm-hmm. within a couple days. Well, you got to think. If Spacey's going to do a TV show, then... He's got to have faith in it. It's not going to yeah. be shit. And it's also um, produced by David Fincher. Okay. He was in Dark Knight Rises, right? Am I thinking of somebody else? Yeah. David Fincher is the guy behind like uh, Seven and Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Who's the guy that was the bank, the bank manager in The Dark Knight? Isn't his name David Fincher? 
or Flitchler? Yeah. Or something like that? Yeah. Okay, so like it's easily confused, yeah. I guess. Alright, so four comic books, one non-comic book, yeah. I like it. Um, I'll go my top five. Um, in order, Arrow, Flash, Walking Dead, Daredevil, Big Bang Theory. Um, the superhero stuff, you know, Arrow and Flash kind of speak for themselves. You said, um, I agree with what you said, and we've done podcasts on why I like those. Walking Dead's heating back up. Makes mm-hmm. me, uh, amped for zombie apocalypse. Um, <laughs> Daredevil, which is, you know, not surprising because of how wonderfully it was done. But surprising nonetheless that it's been a week in, and it's on both of our lists. Yep. Uh, and then Big Bang Theory is I love love comedies and it's kind of a nerdy comedy so it kind of fits my my uh, my wheelhouse and plus you know Kelly Cuoco's in it and I like her so I'm good with that that's top five for me. Who are your top five actors? I actually was going going back and forth on this and this could be TV, YouTube, movies, Broadway, um, I don't know Vine. Do we they consider them actors? No. Okay. Then not no vine. Um, I a lot of these lists I had to go back and forth. I write something down and then I thought of someone else and had to add it back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, top five actors: uh, Kevin Spacey. Okay. Ooh, I House love Kevin Spacey. Um, House of Cards. Uh, the first time I really started loving him was when I seen The Usual Suspects. Okay. Which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um. So, when I, you know, he was definitely, uh, had to make that list. Another one, um, former X-Men star Liv Schreiber. Ooh, uh, great Donovan. Again, I love him too. Um, doesn't really get a whole lot, you don't see him a whole lot, mm-hmm. but he's very good. Um. You watch Ray Donovan? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think uh, you might like that. Another one, former, uh. Jim Gordon, Gary Oldman. Oh yeah, he just had a he had a birthday yesterday, right? Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman. I mean, he can do anything. Didn't realize he was only fifty two. No, no way. Yeah, I think so. I think he's in his fifties. No way, he's like sixty. Mm. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's in. So Gary Oldman, uh, then another former X Men, Ben Foster. Ooh. Okay. Um, I've always loved him. I gave some some baby Ben. Um. He, he was Archangel in uh, X three, mm-hmm. um, but he was good in mechanic. He was great in mechanic, and they're making mechanic too. Mm-hmm. Well, and, he's dead in that, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so no more. But pain. no more. Uh, I really like him, and then uh, one of the guy who's been through my childhood, Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah, I knew Harrison Ford was going on that list. Um, still great. You know, I don't do as whole much anymore, but uh, this this week they just released, or last week, he's going to reprise his role as Indy, which I'm pretty excited about. So, uh, that's my <laughs> top five. Does he make it to 2019 without getting hurt? Dude's breaking <laughs> his leg on the Millennium Falcon, he's crashing his planes. Does he make it? I don't know. God, I hope so. They just might, they might like put it, Disney might like put him in a bubble. Right? They're going to freeze him like Walt. <laughs> They're gonna freeze freeze Harry and him and Walt are gonna break out for Indiana Jones. Uh, what's your top five? Um, mine are all comic book characters because that's essentially only things I watch right now. I was asked um, 
at work yesterday if I was going to the movies this weekend. And I said, yeah, I was going, you know. And they asked me what I was going to go see. And, like, jokingly, they said, Big Fat Greek Wedding 2. And they believed it. And I told them, no, I only see movies if there's capes in it. Um, which, essentially, is all I see anyway. But, number one, Chris Evans. Um, and not, like, not early Chris Evans, because I didn't really like his stuff then. But, you know, Snowpiercer, Captain America... I even like him in What's Your Number, and plus I kind of look like him when I don't have long hair and a long beard, <laughs> um, and I'm super skinny, but um, he's number one. Next is Stephen Amell. He, he's there because of a personal level. We've met him. Um, You've met him several times. Yeah, he's very engaging with his fans, and he tries to do stuff that you know he loves, not just for the money. I like, to these people that... You're not just picking them for their acting abilities. Yeah, I like them on a personal level. Yeah. Because, like, Spacey's a great actor. I don't yeah. know Spacey outside of Spacey. No. So, I, you know, he's funny. He does great impressions. But I, I'm picking people that, like... I, there's a common thread. that I've met all of them but one, honestly. Um, number three is Robert Downey Jr. You have um, not met him. I have, yeah. He's the only one I haven't met. But Redemption Story is big for me. And he's completely redeemed himself. And he could have been, he could have been like River Phoenix. Yeah. And could have been dead. And we never would have been able to, to see the true Iron Man that we deserve. And then from, from Iron Man, he's done The Judge. And, and, sure. and the Sherlock Holmes and, Yeah, exactly. They're really good. And that gives me, I, I admire him for that. Um, then there's Anthony Mackie. <clears throat> I've liked him since 8 Mile. As, as a bitch Papa Doc, I've liked him since 8 Mile. He's a... Uh... It's a TV movie with Brian Cranston about Lyndon B. Johnson. He plays um, Dr. Martin Luther King. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. But then, like, you know, we, we met him a few years ago. Um, I've seen him on interviews. I've seen him on, like, celebrity lip sync battles and stuff like that where he's, like, he's just fun and he seems like a great person. Well, <laughs> and he's been in movies, like, you don't, know, like, from 8 Mile to Hurt Locker yeah. to Eat Captain America to The Night Before. Remember when so we, so, we met him, we walked in. And the first thing he said to you, he goes, What up, baby boy? What up, baby boy? And then he looks at me and asks me if I was starting shit. Well, dude, you were throwing your arms around like you were flashing gang signs. <laughs> you were just throwing your arms around like didn't know where you were. Because I guess that was like, that's the biggest person you met at that point. Yeah. And he was, yeah, he was definitely, he was, he's awesome. And then fifth, um, fifth spot was kind of tough for me. And I guess I picked this one just out of fresh in my mind. But it was John Burnple. Not Dude, good. when I saw him at the, as the Punisher, yeah. he was perfect. Yeah. Um, but I also liked him in Fury. I liked him as Shane in The Walking Dead. No, Wolf of Wall Street, he was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think his acting is moving up, but I really liked him as um, Frank Castle. Can't dismiss the ladies. No. Hit me with your top five. Is there five this time? Yes. Because when we did Celebrity Crushes, yes. there weren't five. Yes. Hit me with them. <clears throat> uh... The only one that made my acting list and my top five celebrity crushes, <coughs> Zoe Saldana. Okay. Um, loved her and everything from Losers to Guardians of the Galaxy to Star Trek. You didn't like her in Avatar. Not, I didn't like that. You hated Avatar. It was Avatar, fucking right? terrible. Uh, next one is Olivia Wilde. Okay. Loved her in House. Mm-hmm. And then she's done Tron and other movies like that. Do you, you ever see her in Alpha Dog? Yeah. Just, have you watched the show Vinyl yet? 
No. She's in that. I have, uh, I've heard very mixed reviews about it, and I've heard it's super slow, and I think Andrew Dice Clay's in it. And so I'm, you won't watch I, I won't watch it. I'm not a big fan of him. Uh, next is Rachel McAdams. Oh, I love Rachel McAdams. She, she's good. She's done everything from Sher- Sherlock Holmes to... Uh, mean Girls? Mean Girls. I've, I have seen The Notebook. She was good in The Notebook. What's your favorite Rachel McAdams movie? Sherlock Holmes, I guess. Notebook, hands down. Oh, I like her in the notebook. Love her in the notebook. Uh, next one is Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Everything I've seen her and she's great. Yeah. Uh, um, you know I've seen. She was awesome in uh, American Gangster. Mm-hmm. No, not American no. Gangster. American Hustle. American Hustle. We're not talking about Russell Crowe. Um, uh, and then you can't forget that she was Katniss and uh, Raven. Raven. Raven Mystique. Um, next one is kind of one how you were saying it was fresh in my mind. Um, Robin Wright. Okay, from House of Cards. From House of Cards. And Ben Foster's uh, booth end. Yeah. Amazing. She is awesome in that show. And she's on like Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. And now she is uh, going to be General Antiope, I guess that's how you pronounce it, in Wonder Woman. Really? Yeah. Th- huh. uh, the picture just released this week is her. She looks badass. Oh, she's the one that's on... She's uh, on to the far right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. she's... She's got, she's got brown hair, right? In, blonde. In the movie? She got blonde, blonde, short hair. Huh. Um, and then Connie Nielsen's next to her. Yeah. And then another woman. Then it's Wonder Woman. And then... Then you have the Amazons. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Yeah, they're Amazons. Which... But she's, she's finally getting, you know... Decent role in a comic book movie, so that's my top five actors. Okay. Um, so mine, Hermione Granger, Emma Watson. Um, I loved her from Harry Potter series, and then, you know, to see her branch out and do This Is The End, which is completely yeah what I didn't think of, think I'd ever see her in. Yeah. Um, but she was also good in, in Perks of Being a Wallflower with your boy, Ezra, Ugh. Ezra Miller. Um, and then, like, I really like what she's doing for, like, you know, um, equality for, for women and, you know, the feminist movement that she's, she's, uh, and then kind of spearheading. Her next big movie's coming up. It's actually something I'm looking forward to see, especially with the little one, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. She plays Belle. Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll and that's perfect. I'll definitely see that. She looks exactly like, yeah. And that's Chelsea's favorite yeah. Disney princess, princess. So I'll definitely see that. Number two, Emma Stone. I, could I, watch, I knew she was coming. I could watch, um, Crazy Stupid Love on repeat with Emma Stone. That was funny. Forever. I saw it three times in theaters. Three times in theaters. It was so fucking good. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite romantic comedy. Um, but, you know, she was a great great Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Um, Easy A. Super bad. The only movie I didn't like her in was um, Movie 43. Nah, and I don't think anybody liked anybody in that movie. And it was... Dude, that was hyped up to be one of the I biggest remember. movies. And I also didn't like her love interest, which was like freaking Kieran Culkin. If you're in love with a Colgan, then there's a problem. Do you know how she got her start? I do not. She was uh, reality TV. Really? There was a, like a reality TV game. It wasn't like American Idol, but it was try- trying to find the next Partridge family. Really? And that's how she got her start. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Good Look knowledge. Look at me. Good Historian. Knowledge. Emma Stone knowledge. Movie um, historian. 
She's not a movie. She's in from a movie. <laughs> um, number three is Kelly Cuoco. Um, I like her from The Big Bang Theory because she plays that just... You, and you don't watch Big Bang Theory, but she's that perfect kind of like... L.A. girl. Yeah. Who's trying to do... Trying to be an actress, but then, you know... Spoiler alert, she falls in love with nerds. Um, and stuff like that. But then there's Emilia Clark, Amelia Clark, Yep. From Game of Thrones, who is phenomenal. I liked her in Terminator. Yeah, she was um, good in Terminator. But mainly from Game of Thrones, I yeah. think that she... She's somebody that I would, um... I wouldn't want to get castrated for, like, mm-hmm. the Unsullied. But, um... I would totally walk through fire for her if I, <laughs> if I was in that show. Um, and the, the fifth one is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Love me some Black Widow. Um, but she was good in Lucy. She was really good in Underskin. Um. Oh, I hated that movie. You didn't like Underskin? Oh, I hated oh, that I, movie. I dug it. I thought it was pretty good. It was um, so fucking weird. I like that she got naked in it, but. <laughs> Lucy, she was great in Lucy. Um, oh, I love Lucy. And then, like, all of her early work, too. Um, I really liked her. So that's my, my top five. I'll go into the next one. I'll start with the next one. Um, the next one is the top five Marvel heroes. And this means cinematic universe, comic books, video games, X-Men, everybody. Yeah. Everybody. So, I'm going to go Cap. My boy Cap. Gambit. Who I named my cat after. <laughs> Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Okay. Um, the fourth one... I don't know if I guess can you consider him a hero, but uh, Punisher. I don't know if he's is he is he hero or villain. I'd say I didn't, hero. Yeah, I didn't do an anti-hero. Yeah. Um. So Punisher is gonna go number four, and my fifth one is my man Moon Knight, big dog Moon Knight, who I'm not sure if he's in. We've been talking about this a lot. I'm not sure if Marvel has the rights to Moon Knight. Really. He hasn't made it to Future Fight yet. Okay. And as shitty as this sounds, I gauge that. Because they include, it's only Marvel Cinematic Universe people in there, and he hasn't made it to it. But they just introduced Thanos and his whole crew. Which, if that's who they're going to have in the movie, I'm scared. Petrified. (laughs) Um, And I think it's kind of evident why I like all these these heroes. I mainly like Moon Knight because I like his costume. Mm -hmm. And if I I would run around in that costume for days. In fact, I actually do. (laughs) I get in trouble because it's, it's pretty much just a white hood and cape. And my neighbors don't don't think I'm cosplaying as Moon Knight, <laughs> but you know, there's that. Give me your uh, your top five Marvel. Funny thing is, four of the five is on my list. Okay. Right. Can can I guess the four minus the well, Moon Knight? I, Moon Knight's not on there. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Spider Man. Gambit made your top five. Yeah. Holy shit! All right. I love Gambit as a kid. Channing, um, Channing Tating. <laughs> Spider-Man, of course. Okay. I got Spider-Man tattoo. Always love Spider-Man. We mm-hmm. talked about that before in previous podcasts. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cap. Just because he's the symbol of good and, you know, the movies America. were great. Yeah, he's Captain America. He can't say anything. Uh, Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. He's my honorable mention. Wolverine, you can't... I mean, he was, he's a... I loved him in the 90s cartoon. And when we were younger, that's all we you really got. Was the 90s cartoon and comics. You didn't get all these movies and shows like you do now. And there's really no bad iteration of Wolverine. No. Yeah. Like, people don't like the movie The Wolverine. But I thought that was good. Yeah. It's, it's a great He story. wasn't bad. It was the movie that was bad. Yeah, well, they expected an X-Men movie. Yeah. Which is shitty, but... Yeah, Wolverine's a good one. Um, 
Gambit. You know, I he I loved him as a kid. I just that uh, Cajun accent and just how you know he was cocky. Now, if you could pick, because you have two X Men on there, yeah. If you could pick to be one of the X Men, who would you be? Wolverine. Would it be? It would take Wolverine. Yeah. So he's number one X Men for you. Yeah. Gambit's number one X Men um, for me. And then Punisher, just because I was thinking about the anti heroes and I was going back, but I was like, I want to put in an anti hero, and I was thinking him and Deadpool. But yeah. I like Punisher just because he's just he's actually. Kind of about how I feel when, when you know, there's shitty people and he takes them out. I, you know what? Um, I kind of feel the same way. Um, but I picked The Punisher because one of the movies, one of the series movies I, I grew up on was uh, Death Wish. Did you ever see those? <laughs> they're remaking that. You ever see the originals? No, you know who they're making Death Wish? Yeah. Bruce Willis. All right, well, that's going to be awful. Um, the originals had Charles Bronson in it. Yep. And my dad would show them to me. Like, I'm a kid watching these movies. And, like, people are like, he would rig, like, like traps at the windows and, like, in the in these ghettos that he lived in. And, you know, Charles Bronson was, was essentially the Punisher. And, you know, some of the, my favorite Marvel arcs, like, um, Punisher Kills the Marvel Universe is amazing. And then my buddy recommended uh, Punisher Max. And he said that that's a, that's phenomenal. So that's another uh, Punisher story I'm going to start reading. So I think I'm glad to see that we're we're in agreement with most of our heroes. And if it weren't for Moon Knight's costume, I think Wolverine would have made it for me. Yeah. Do you like Moon Knight's costume? Yeah, I do. It's it's different. I did mean, that make your top five cosplay costumes? No. It did not make mine either. But I love. But I run around the house on it. In my underoos. <laughs> <coughs> Hit me with the next list, jump. All right, we got top five. Marvel villains now. Marvel villains. Yep. <clears throat> this one was surprisingly tough for me. Because I could have just done a top five Spider-Man villains. That, that, I felt the same way. And same way with when we do... Um, DC for Batman. DC for Batman. Oh, yeah, same here. Um, so, you're going to see a, a kind of a, a trend. But my number one is Carnage. <laughs> I think that Carnage is one of the most ruthless villains in history. Um, and he wasn't like a good guy who turned bad. He, no, was, he was a fucking a... serial killer yeah. who turned worse. Yep. Um, I loved him. Yeah, and I I like the the Deadpool versus Carnage comics that came out uh, last year. But Carnage is, has always been the my favorite Spider-Man villain, and I want to see him live action. Oh, I've been wanting him for years. And I think I think Ben Foster would have been a great Carnage. Still can be. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see him though, unfortunately. Um, number two is Venom, um, mainly because there's something redeeming about Venom because he is ruthless, mm -hmm. but then he, then you can see that like, at some iterations he can be the anti-hero. Yeah. And in the current iterations, um, he is a hero. He's Agent Venom and he works for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to go with him as my, my second villain. Number three, Arliss is probably top three, probably the same. Magneto, um... Because, I mean, come on now. He, besides Doctor Doom, Magneto is probably the strongest yeah. Marvel villain they have. Um, and just the power to control metal, where pretty much a lot of the things in the world today are metal. Think about what you're wearing right now. You have your, your ring that's metal. Mm -hmm. Your glasses are metal. Mm -hmm. I have my glasses that are metal. People have metal in their body. My nipple rings? Yeah, my cock ring. Um... All these metal cock rings that we're wearing, he could just pull our dick off. Yeah. And I don't want that. 
I don't want that at all. Um, <laughs> number four is uh, Thanos, the Mad Titan. Okay. Um, just think about it. He's powerful before the Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Puts on the gauntlet and he's just, he can destroy yeah. galaxies. Um, so, you know, you have to take the Mad Titan in a top five. If I'm starting a basketball team, he's my center. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, that's number four. Number five is Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier. Um, I just like his story. I like the love-hate relationship between Captain America and him. I like that he becomes Captain America in the comics, and then he's too ruthless to be Captain America, and he goes back to be Winter Soldier. Um, and I really, really like Metal Arms for some reason. He wouldn't stand a chance with Magneto. No. He would just crush that, but he's my, they're my top five. Hit me with your top five. <laughs> As you thought, uh, top three are the same. Boom. Same reasons? Uh, yeah, Carnage. Um, I love the... I didn't have Super Nintendo, but remember that Super Nintendo Carnage game they how, had? How can I forget the Super Nintendo Carnage I didn't game? have it. My buddy had it, and I would go over there all the time. I have it. Super Nintendo. I bet you I, if I go to my parents' house, I can find the Carnage game, oh, and we can just rage out. Yeah, that would be awesome. Okay. Uh, Venom, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. Love them. Uh, Magneto. Just he's badass. Yeah. Badass. Um, then uh, Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom, he's probably the biggest Marvel villain. Because dude is president of a fucking country. Yeah. Like, who runs the country? No villain runs the country. Mm -hmm. He does. Um, And And, then... And plus, I mean, he can get away looking like a metal Peter Pan with his little green apron and hood mm -hmm. and still destroy you. And he's been done so terribly throughout history that he still holds that significant spot for you. Which is great. Uh, I was going back and forth, and I was like, who would be really cool? Juggernaut. I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. Dude, I mean, he's just massive. And then, like, I, I mainly his iteration, not from the movie, but from uh, the, the 90s cartoon. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it be great if in Age of Ultron, not Age of Ultron, I'm sorry, Age of Apocalypse, we see Juggernaut? He's fucking Professor X's brother. Yeah. Why can't we, like... Why can't we get these villains that we want? I, I mean, Apocalypse is somebody that we both, you and I, want. Yeah. But Juggernaut would have been great. Not Vinny Jones Juggernaut. No. Young Young Juggernaut. Yeah. Maybe, uh... I'm trying to think, like, maybe, like, a Logan Lerman yeah. as, as Juggernaut. Not even full in a suit yet. So, that was your five? Yep. Where does... And this is, this is weird, because, like, you and I are really big into the Marvel Cinematic Universe... And Yellow Jacket didn't make the list. Ultron didn't make the list. Red Skull didn't make the list. Is it because we were so exposed to Spider-Man as a child? Yeah, I believe that. that. Mostly, it's like I I crossed out people on my first list because I had four Spider-Man villains. I had Mysterio on there. I had Scorpion on there, and then I took it out, and then I put Chameleon on there. And I know you hate Chameleon, but like I just I like shapeshifters. Yeah, um, I Craven on my list at once. Craven's pretty badass. And we'll eventually we'll eventually do a Spider-Man podcast yep. and then a Spider-Man movie podcast. But I had to be, like, Red Skull takes my honorable mention. If, again, I'm going to yeah. do the basketball analogy. If I'm going with an eight-man roster, or, yeah, it's going to be Red Skull, Ultron, and Doctor Doom on the bench. And maybe Galactus. Galactus is your center. No one's getting past that. Yeah, the only problem with Galactus that I have is that he's too goddamn big. Yeah. <laughs> So, it's kind of like when you're fighting the big show in wrestling. You just take out his knees and you bring him down. Yeah. All right. So, moving on from 
Marvel to DC, what are your, your top five? What's your starting lineup for DC Heroes? Uh, of course, you got to go with Batman. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, we talked about how we I love Batman in the Batman podcast. Uh, then we're going to go with Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because of, I didn't know too much about him in, as a kid and stuff. That was more Marvel. Yeah. But now with the... With him being in the forefront every in Wednesday. In the forefront. And I I really love him. Uh, same thing with The Flash. Okay. Uh, the TV show really got me into him. So I have that. And then we're going to go with Superman. Okay. You, you know, it's, it's Superman. Um, I'm saying, uh, like I hate Superman. And you're wearing yeah, a Superman I'm wearing shirt. a Superman shirt right now. And we're going to go see Batman vs. Superman in about an hour. Yeah. So, but to my credit, it's not that royal blue and red Superman. No. I'm all black. All black area. No, you look like... Um, Man of Steel. I feel like Henry Cavill. Well, I would say more like uh, Russell Crowe, because he wore that black. Well, in the Nightmare, he had the suit, too. Yeah. So, then... Don't, don't debate me on my shirt. <laughs> then, uh, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. I thought, you know, Hal Jordan is pretty awesome. Uh, guy with ring, kind of make anything, do anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Yeah, Green Green Lantern is is a v- super underrated yeah. um, superhero, and you and I we've watched uh, Justice League War, and when we saw him, you said, "Why does he look like a little kid?" Yeah, and he's like, "They kind of don't play him right. He could, I think he could kill Batman." Oh yeah, and he's got a whole army of like lanterns. Yeah. So and yeah, I, I like Green Lantern. He didn't make my list though, unfortunately. All right, so mine number one is Arrow. Um, Growing up, and I, I've talked about this, um, my dad was a bow hunter, and he would always he would teach me how to use a bow and arrow, and I'd go target shooting with him. Um, I was never much of a hunter. I don't like to kill animals, even though I consume them. Um, but I own I own a compound bow. Um, I'm thinking about buying a recurve bow. So Green Arrow was that when I was getting in the comics, I said, "Oh shit, there's a there's an archer." I'm an archer, I'm a novice archer, but I'm an archer, and green's my favorite color, so it kind of like, it was perfect for me. Then we got bats. Uh, obviously, Batman is going to be on everybody's top five list, oh. um, and it's because I was exposed to him as, as a small child, and he's continued to be um, constant in my life for 29 years. Um, then we have Red Hood, another anti-hero. Um, he's my favorite Robin. I never thought I would pick a sidekick. On my top five, but I do love. I'm I'm a big costume guy too. I, I dig his costume, and I like the fact that a hero can go out there and kill somebody. Um, number four is the Flash. Super speed is super awesome, and just the, the whole multiverse and the ability to travel through different parallels is amazing. And number five is my main man, Shazam. I did not expect you to go Shazam. love Shazam. I like I I like Shazam more than Superman because I think Shazam's not as popular because DC was threatened by Superman or by Shazam. Shazam came out right around the same time, if not before Superman, and Shazam comics were selling so much more than Superman. Were they? Yeah. Oh my God. So DC didn't own Shazam. It was an independent contractor that made Shazam. So DC got a little little ticked, so they started suing this guy. And the only reason they were able to get the rights to Shazam is that the, the comic book guy, the writer, the artist of Shazam, 
didn't have enough money to fight the guy who has Batman and Superman. So he gave her over the rights. And they threw him in the background and turned him into pretty much Clark's bodyguard. Think about it. Shazam's a boy. He's a little boy that can turn into a superhero, if not one of the most powerful superheroes. And when you got the juggernaut like DC with Superman to be a little scared and shaking in their underoos and say, we have to buy this guy before, like, before Marvel gets it. Or, and, you know, he was, he's Captain Marvel. And Marvel couldn't even get the rights to him. He's the, at that time, Timely Comics and Marvel didn't have enough money to pursue legal actions. Yeah, so DC. That's a nice little fun-filled thing. Com- comic historian. I'm going to take that title. <laughs> Shit. Um, so that's my, my top five. I also like Shazam because I like to say his name. Shazam! Like, I feel like that's how I would say Shazam if I was, if I was Billy Batson. Every t- Shazam! Every, every time I, like, will go to the store and I'll see, like, you know, sometimes you'll see, like, a Shazam shirt. <laughs> or anytime I see, I picture you saying that. And he's got such such a better costume than yeah. Oh, yeah. Superman, too. He's got, it's kind of, like, mixed with the Flash. He's always having electricity on him. And then, you know, part of the Robin suit that I like um, is Tim Drake's, where it's the cape with the hood. Yeah. And I like that, and Shazam has that. From heroes to villains, we'll move into DC villains. And you, you said this earlier, that it was kind of tough because of all the Batman villains. I actually originally one time had all Batman villains, and then I changed it up just a tad. I have technically three Batman villains. Do you have three? I have four. Okay. Hit me with them. Alright. Uh, Joker, of course. Okay. Um, you know, I think it's, when you talk about DC villains, I think it's on everyone's top five. Not on mine. What? You're crazy. Not on mine. Alright. Uh, then, his love interest, Harley Quinn. Yeah? Okay. Um, you don't see very many, too many big female villains out there. And she's just, she's twisted. And yeah. And crazy. And I like that. I'm trying to think of other female villains. There's some, no one as big as her. Yeah, there's... She's yeah. the biggest at any comic book. I, I think if you pulled, if you went to the, we went to the mall today. And we showed a picture of Harley Quinn. I bet you nine out of ten people would know Harley yeah. Quinn. Um, but if we showed a picture of the Huntress or Ravager, no, no one knows who she is. Is she bigger than Catwoman? Yeah. Okay. okay. I believe. Now, um, then another one, and you know he doesn't get much love, but he is now in the show Gotham. But I've always loved him from Burgess Meredith and. Um, the uh, 66 Batman is the Penguin. Yeah, Penguin. Penguin's and, good. And I always I always love the Penguin. And um, he's just, you know, and the way they did him in Batman Returns with Danny DeVito was a different but awesome take. Yeah, he was creepy as shit. He that. was. And Danny DeVito was so good in that. He looked like a Penguin. He did. Peng- he still looks like a Penguin. But um, I, I love I love the Penguin. Okay. Um, then the other one is another Batman, is uh, Riddler. Yeah. He's just... Your latest, your last uh, Halloween costume. Yeah. And he's, he's smart. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's just maniacal. And I, I like him. Um, do you like what they're doing with him in Gotham? I do. Yeah. I do. I and do I, so. I think the guy in the plan was really good too. Yeah. Um, and my last one is Destric. Yeah. Well, then you have a top five because he's he's a Batman villain. Okay, yeah. 
Because um, he, he's technically a Robin, truly a, a Robin in Teen Titans villain, but he's in Batman Arkham Arkham games. Yeah, but uh, I really like him. Um, and we've, the guy that only has played him to date, we don't know if he's going to be in Suicide Squad, but uh, we met Manu Bennett and he was awesome. Yeah. And then I have uh, two honorable mentions. Okay. Um, one, mainly just because of his name, is uh, Mr. Mispizic. Okay. Just because it's an awesome name. Okay. Um, and you run around your house dressed like him. Yep. I've seen this happen. In little orange underoos. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another one is just Clayface. Yeah, dude, I'm shocked Clayface didn't, didn't make your top five. Just because he's not, like... It's know. not... It's not the majority top five. Yeah, I remember. I know, I know, the, I know. The beauty about top fives, and you're probably going to give me shit about my top five because I don't have the Joker on there, but the beauty is that, like, there's going to be debate yeah. on everything. And, and that's the thing, but I, I love Clayface, and I'm happy that he's going to be in some iteration, but uh, I always loved him in the animated series. I can't wait to see how they use him in Gotham. Um, if he's anything like, you know, Tar Pit from The Flash, yeah. it, it, could be, it could work well, but I don't know if they're going to... Yeah, do you that with Tarpit. Maybe he's just some some guy that looks like he's covered in nutter butter and likes pottery. And he's just throwing. Yeah, he puts people in the kiln. Works in pottery barn. Yeah, guy's face burned in a kiln. All right, so my my top five, we're gonna go Bane. Okay, um, I knew he was coming. Every single storyline of Bane, is is beautiful, um, and he, you know, he was he wasn't a main villain. And a household name until he kills Batman yeah. or breaks Batman's back. So Bane is going to be my number one. Then we got uh, D-Stroke the Terminator. Um, mainly because of Arrow. I like what he did in Arrow. And then it, it brought me back to looking more into the comics. And you bought me a graphic novel for my birthday. With a mask. And, yeah, and a mask. That you and wear around. I do wear that around. I wear it during sex. Um, but with... Just looking back at his history and what he's done and the havoc that he's kind of caused throughout the DC universe um, makes me admire, not admire him, but like him more. Then we got Talon, who is one of the most underrated Batman villains and comic book villains, in my opinion. Um, If you don't know anything about Talon or Court of Owls, I encourage everybody to go read about it. It's a great story arc. It's an arc that I want to see in live action because it's completely doable so that's number three number four is uh, Lobo um not new 52 Lobo where he looks like uh, he looks like he he belongs to My Chemical Romance but pre-new 52 old 52 Lobo where he's got dreadlocks and he looks like Danny Trejo riding a galactic motorcycle and just hunting down everybody and we just got word that they are the movie's coming yep and it's gonna be rated R it's gonna be perfect um, so that's my fourth, and my fifth one is Black Adam, because I I do like Shazam, and you can't have Shazam on your top five and not Black have Black Adam. Adam on your top five. Because Black Adam's the only Shazam villain that I know. I don't know any other ones. Yeah, he's he's the only one I really care for. Um, but having having Black Adam, who can, may not be who who may be stronger than Shazam in, in at some points in time. Um, having him and finally getting to see him, hopefully, you know, it still works. It's friggin' four years away. But with The Rock, The Rock is a perfect Black Adam. Perfect. Yeah, so I think uh, just having Black Adam on my list and, you know, having Shazam on my list, they go hand in hand. So that's my my top five of the villains. The next one we'll move into is top five heroes 
in general. Now, it can be superheroes, and it can be non-superheroes, because I, I'm more than likely guessing that you went non-superheroes. Yeah, I was a little confused with this one. I thought it was anything, but, you know, I still love these yeah. heroes as well. Um, my first one is, of course, Luke Skywalker. Okay. Um, as, you know, anyone who's listened to any of our podcasts, I am a huge Star Wars fan. So, of course, he had to be in there. And which, his, co- which color lightsaber, Luke, do you prefer? Green or blue? I like the blue. I always, always like the green color. Yeah. But the blue one, he, it looks badass. Um, then, of course, you gotta do Han. If you Han. do Luke, you gotta do Han. Han dog. So, Han Solo. Um, and then, my next one is gonna go into Segway for Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, love Indiana Jones. Always have. Always will. Um, love... The one thing I always got to do when I go to Disney is go to the Indiana Jones stunt show. It's awesome. You also love Shia LaBeouf? Oh, fuck. Fuck him. Uh, I am excited that Spielberg and Harrison Ford are coming back. And Shia LaBeouf. Um, another one I was thinking, eh, who else? Michelangelo. Oh, TMNT. Yeah, I love Um, Because he was just, he was my favorite Ninja Turtles as a kid. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he was a party dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was awesome. Um, and then even the new ones, I got uh, my little one to watch it. And she watched the cartoon a little bit, but with the newer one, she loved the Michelangelo. And he kind of portrayed him the same way as he did in other iterations, which she was very good. And he's kind of, he's like, he's childlike. Yeah. So it, it is kind of perfect for, you know, an animated series. And then uh, my next, James Bond. James Bond. I love James Bond movies. Who's your favorite James Bond? Um, I always liked Sean Connery. Okay. But, um, what's his name? Um, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig is really awesome. What about Pierce? Do you like, do you I, like Pierce's? I like Pierce. I, I had nothing wrong with Pierce. Did you ever play the uh, GoldenEye game on N64? Oh, I loved it. That game of motion sickness. Yeah. It, my, that was my first battle of motion but sickness. But it was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. It was um, the first, that's your first person shooter, essentially. That's the origin. Yeah. I was actually watching uh, Jimmy Kimmel the other night, mm-hmm. and they had Tom Hiddleston, mm-hmm. and they were talking to him about uh, the rumors. Yeah, he's getting it hard with the that he could Bond be, villain. He would be, Bond he would be a good James Bond. Well, he's got this Night Manager show that's coming out. This, yep. Uh, this well, that's what they were talking about. And he's a spy in that, so mm-hmm. this could be a really good bridge. To that. And that's how he, Jimmy Kimmel kind of segued that in there. Um, and he, he basically said, I'm... Of course, I, it's James Bond. Yeah. Who wouldn't want to do it? Every Englishman wants to be James Bond. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so James Bond made my list. Okay. I went different. I went superheroes. Um, so And I ranked, you know, I took from my top ten, essentially, of Marvel and, and DC. And I have Captain America, Arrow, Gambit, Batman, and Spider-Man. It's my top five heroes. But if I were to go um, similar to what, what you have... I really, I, Leonardo makes my list. He's my favorite Ninja Turtle. Because he's a leader. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't know if Luke makes my list. I, you know what? I, I'm going to go with Luke. I like Luke. Luke and Yoda, they make my list. Amelia Clark, um, Daenerys oh, Targaryen, she's, she's a really good hero. Um, and it's tough because now I think, now I'm doing this off the top, so just kind of thinking about it. Oh, fuck. Stanley. Stanley is a hero for, for me. Stanley is my personal hero. W- without him, Stanley, 
And he's he, I give you a high five on that one, buddy. And he's a hero in Spider Man uh Spider Man too, he saves that girl. Yeah. So if I'm going movie for all's uh Stanley's a hero. And I think we know why I pick those heroes. Yeah. And the superheroes in general. But off the top I'm sure we know why we pick, I pick those as well. Um so we did a top five of Marvel heroes, DC heroes, Marvel villains, DC villains, regular heroes. Let's go to hero villains. Regular villains. Do you have a top five of just villains in general? Yeah, and <laughs> is the devil on there? No. Four of my five are Star Wars. Okay. Uh Boba Fett. Okay. Love Boba Fett. He gets the raw end of the deal, man. He w- and you know what George Lucas was like? I never realized how popular he would be, and he killed him. Like, he, he had a very small role in um, Empire. Yep. And then he didn't have that big of a role in... In Jedi. In Jedi, and then he kills him. Yep, same thing with Greedo. So... God damn it, George. You know, and then, uh, of course, got to talk about Darth Vader. Yeah. Love Darth. Um, and then uh, Kylo. Okay. Kylo Ren. I thought, you know, he was done very well. He's newer, and I'm very excited to see what they do with him in episode 8. Mm-hmm. And then another one who kind of is fit in the same realm, Boba, Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. You badass. You know, he's... If you talk about badass, he's more badass than Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. Absolutely. Um, and a couple weeks from after this is posted, we are more than likely going to be meeting Ray Park. Yeah. Which, which is I'm awesome. very excited about. And then um, my last one, Shredder. Shredder, yeah. You know, awesome. Uh, just badass. And I think, and then this one, Brian T, in TMNT, Brian T's playing him. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's the Shredder we deserved. Oh, I think absolutely. this is the Ninja Turtle movie we deserved. David Flitchner was Shredder. Yes. And in uh, the first... Well, the latest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. So, um, but I think, you know, this will be, and then a little trivia. In the cartoons, you know who voiced Shredder? Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. Rest in peace, Uncle Phil from, uh. From Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. All right, so if I'm going to, I'm going to go top five villains, Shredder's going to make my list, um, 99.9999% of the time. Shredder's going to make the list. This is going to kind of surprise you. Khan. From Star Trek. What? Yeah. I, I like Khan. Like, Ricardo Montalban Khan? Just like Khan in general. Or... He's a great antagonist to the okay. Star Trek universe. And I know you hate Star Trek, but... Um, I, I don't mind the newer ones. Yeah, you don't like the, the, the older ones. No. Um, then we're going to go with Darth Vader, for sure. Boba's on there. Of course. And can we include him? Because assuming he shot first, Greedo, <laughs> Greed Dog. Um, I do love Greedo, but is he is he truly a villain? I mean, he was a bounty hunter. Yeah, but was he a bounty hunter? Like, was he gonna kill Han? You think he would kill Han? Yeah. That would have made him like a very big villain. Yeah. Yeah, then Greed Dog. Do you like that? I call him Greed, Greed Dog. Dog. I think Greedo needs a solo movie personally, but. That's just me. So, episode three of our podcast. Yeah. We did a Z-cast. Zombie podcast. You're, tomorrow you wake up. Easter. Mm-hmm. A day of resurrection, right? 
and then you you look around and zombies are walking to the earth. You slept through an entire apocalypse. <laughs> Everyone slept through it, right? Your family's still intact, which is great. My family's still intact, which is great. What are your top five weapons that you're bringing to the zombie apocalypse? First, sword. Okay. You need, you know, as we've seen in The Walker Dead, you can't always have a gun because noise attracts noise, attention. Yep. Noise brings everything. So, a sword is an awesome weapon. Mm-hmm. Another one I was thinking, a sharpened hoe. Because yeah. it's it's long. Yeah. And you don't have to get that close. You know what I mean? You need it's, something with reach. It's always good to bring a smart hoe with you. Yeah. Because she's got to be sharp. But something, you know what I mean? Like, so you don't want to get super, super close with like a knife. Yeah. You know what I mean? A hose long enough like a sword. Uh, another one, metal bat. Okay. Just pulling Ken Griffey on fucking heads. Um, crossbow. Okay. Poor Daryl action. And then you'd need a gun, so I'll get a Glock. Okay. You nice, know, you, nice little piece. You need a gun just for... Just that. Just that. Yeah. Um... Wow, um, we kind of differ a little bit on, on what we got. Some are, some are the same. Um, I'm going to start with a crowbar. Okay. Um, and finally, The Walking Dead utilized a friggin' crowbar when Daryl opened up the, the pharmacy. But crowbar, think about it. Functioning tool, functioning weapon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's long. You're not having like a little scraper. You're it's a big-ass crowbar. They are heavy. Yeah. For if depending on what you get, but I'm gonna go crowbar number one, then a bow and arrow. Regardless, I don't care what kind of it could be a crossbow, it could be a recurve, it could be a compound bow. Granted, you're gonna, you're probably gonna have a knife or find something sharp on the way, right? Like mm-hmm. your sword or or my next weapon, a machete. Um, so I'm I feel having a bow and arrow, you can fasten fashion some arrows out of tree branches and and metal pieces if you find it. So you have a chance to, if you run out, you can still make some, unlike bullets. Um, we said the machete, which, who doesn't need a good sword machete kind of, kind of deal? Um, I'm going to go with a gun. I'll go with a pistol because I just like pistols. I think they're cool. And my fifth one is a rocket launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking outside the box. Um, because good. Well, think about it. See how see how useful the rocket launcher has come in this past four episodes of Walking Dead. That's true. Took out an entire horde and took out scout scavengers and saviors essentially. So if you can find it, I don't care how heavy it is, I'm going to keep it with me because I could if we roll up on a compound if it's something like the Walking Dead, I hope it's not like Resident Evil because I'm preparing for the wrong apocalypse. But if you roll up to the walk, uh, to this compound and there's bad guys in there, I'm going to blow it up with a rocket launcher. I'm not going to go in there and stab people through the eye when they're sleeping. Blowing that shit up. Staying on the same trend, who is your top five Walking Dead characters? Uh, first, of course, you got to go with Daryl. Mm-hmm. He's number one on my list. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, then Rick. Okay. You know, you need a leader. Um, then Merle. Merle. Oh, I love Merle. I love Merle. I was so upset when he died. He was the most racist character on that show. But he was... And I like Michael Rooker. Yeah. So, that was kind of the big reason why. Uh, Herschel. Okay. 
You know, he was that older, wise, and uh, we. He was, he was a he was a doctor, yeah. well a vet, but he was. Uh, and dude rocked a white ponytail. Yeah, he did. Hey. Yeah. And then uh, guy, actually, I know you hate him. T dog. No, I like Morgan. Oh fuck him, dude. Dude with a fucking bow staff. He's not killing anybody. I I don't know. I I like the actor though. I, I like the guy that plays him. Uh, we're not talking about Lenny James. Lenny James isn't coming to the zombie apocalypse with you. you know, I Donatello. Like, I like Morgan. No, fuck Morgan. He is on... I knew you were going to go on a rant about this. this. He's on top... He's top one of my kill list. No, Father Gabriel. No, Father Gabriel's balls dropped. Father, he's killing people. Father Gabriel's still a bitch. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter, but he's, his balls have dropped. Father Gabriel's a bitch. But he is killing people in a world where people need to be killed. Morgan's building no. jails and putting brick bricks into buildings. I hate Morgan. He needs to die ASAP. And I hope it's a violent death. I hope it's a baseball bat to the head. As he's still walking, he's not dead. They light him on fire. I, and he burns to death. I totally knew you were going to go on a with Morgan. And I think That's kind of why I picked him. I knew it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. All right, so my top five do not include Morgan or Father Gabriel. But of course, Daryl's on there. Yep. Um, he, I picked Daryl because he's kind of on the fence for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then if if I don't like what Rick's doing, or if I don't like what Shane was doing, I'm gonna do my own goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. I'm Daryl Dixon. I'll wear I'll wear a necklace of zombie ears. I don't give a shit. I'll I'll do that tonight. I'm gonna wear it now. Um, so Daryl, Carol, just because of her story arc. Becoming somebody who was pretty much a punching bag to yep. a drunk, abusive husband, to becoming badass. the the most badass character to date on The Walking Dead, in my opinion. Um, we haven't seen Negan yet, but definitely my girl Carol. Rick Dog gets on there, my man Rick, because same thing, evolution. My man's been through everything. Wakes up in a coma. He woke up like you did in, in my previous scenario. Yeah. Wakes up in a coma, doesn't that he's walking around naked in a hospital gown. He thinks his wife's gone, thinks his best friend's gone, thinks his son's gone, finds said wife, best friend, and son, realizes that said best friend is banging wife and stepdad to son, <laughs> kills best friend, wife gives birth to new daughter, wife dies. Yeah. Son gets shot not once, but twice. One the eyes. Loses an eye. Now and now he's walking through the zombie apocalypse with a one-eyed son and a baby, a crying baby that's not nursing healthy, uh, p- properly. So having, having going through all that, he's got to be on my top five. Then we're gonna go Maggie, because again, an evolutionary arc for her that I really, I really dig. And number five is Michonne. They never put Merle on there, huh? Why didn't they put Merle on there? Because Merle's dead. Merle's a man. Merle is the man, but Merle's dead and. He was a bad guy. He'll yeah, turn on you. Yeah, I like, like pick, I'm not going to pick the governor or Brian or whatever the hell and, he wanted to call himself. And I like you put Michonne because I and like Michonne. Michonne is a beast. Yeah. And she's, she's ride or die from day one. So she's a rough rider. She and stopped, she, drive, put, open up shop. And now she's rough riding Rick. Well, <laughs> she's playing Carl's mom. But she's out there. Like, she's the only woman that we've seen, only person we've seen with a, with a sword. And I love when she would chop off their chins. Yeah. And, and, use... and she's smart because walkers aren't going to feed on other walkers. So having that sense of 
adaptability in such a crazy post-apocalyptic world where you're able to take your boyfriend and your boyfriend's best friend, cut their chins off, cut their arms off, and chain them up like pets and have them walk around to avoid attention and to make kind of blend in is brilliant. And that is my top five Walking Dead characters. Honorable mention, Big Tiny, T-Dog, Dale, Axel, um, everyone who died. Everyone who's died. R.I.P. to my homies in Alexandria, Atlanta, and Terminus. While you're in the zombie apocalypse, let's say you have access to a DVD collection, and you have solar power, and you're able to watch television, but you only get five movies. What five movies are you able to watch? So, the top five movies of, of all time for you. Which five movies are you bringing into the zombie apocalypse? First one, Star Wars New Hope. Okay. Starts it all. Okay. Um, then I would have to bring Back to the Future. Okay. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So okay. You need a little comedy. Yeah. Love that movie. Usual Suspects. Yeah. Kevin Spacey again. Gotta get Kevin Spacey. And then round it off with Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Last Lost Ark. Raiders of the Last Lost Ark? Or yep. just the Lost Ark? <laughs> it could be the last Lost Ark yes. because you are might be the last person in the world. I think I like those choices. Yeah, it's it's uh, a lot of retro ones. You yeah. Know? Um, oh, they're all. Nothing too gritty. No, nothing too good. Nothing too dark and gritty. No, it's it's stuff from my childhood, except yeah. usual suspects. But yeah, um, if I'm gonna go into the zombie apocalypse with some movies, it's gonna be um, The Wiz. Yeah, Fantastic Four 2015's version, um, the Ultimate Miles Teller's collection, <laughs> Divergent, and Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. They're my top five, um, only because I'm trying to be horny in the zombie apocalypse. For sure. And Miles Teller gets it for me. But no, for for real, I'm bringing Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier. Um, because obviously there's a chance I might have to have a metal arm if I lose it to a walker or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm going to bring the Lion King. Because I need a good cry once in a while. And when M- Mufasa dies, waterworks happen. going to bring Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. It's my uh, favorite Harry Potter movie, which we will talk about. I'm going to bring Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. Okay. Because, you know, it's a great way to end the wonderful franchise. And I'm going to bring in The Dark Knight. Because I need need that cynical, kind of crazy, psychotic side for the, walking, for the zombie apocalypse. I need to be the Joker... Yeah. And just cause chaos sometimes. So I need that as, as a practice. But th- yeah, those are the top five I'm going to bring. So, Chuck, did you, when you were a kid, did you watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, all the time. Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Michelangelo. Michelangelo. You said that earlier. Yes. Do you know mine? Leonardo. Leonardo. I like him because I like swords. Well, you also said that earlier. I did say it. I said it in a lot of podcasts, but I like swords <laughs> and, and Ninja Turtles. Thinking of the Ninja Turtles, they have a ton of supporting characters. Mm-hmm. I know when I was a kid, I had every Ninja Turtles toy that was made in America from 1987 to 1998. I don't know if I had everyone. I had a lot. Every single one of them. I had them all. I had this chest. It was an actual Ninja Turtle chest. Mm-hmm. 
it was a square chest and it had all my toys in it and it had all the Ninja Turtles like around it yeah. like on it and everything the decals I you know I got it somewhere for my birthday but filled with Ninja Turtles yeah I ha- I had them all um, mainly because I earned like an allowance small allowance when I was a kid by doing like chores around the house and an action figure was like three four dollars when we were kids so I could get ten bucks get two action figures so I was able to get them all um, and then I would go to the Berlin Mart which is a flea market in Berlin you know but maybe some people don't know. Yeah. Um, if I'm going to go top five non-turtle characters in the Ninja Turtles, I'm going to go Casey Jones, which we're going to see on screen for the first time. Yep. Well, first time since the 90s. Right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Shredder. Okay. I'm going to go Bebop. Okay. Splinter and Rocksteady. <laughs> Are we t- same five? Same exact five. N- no love for April? No. What about Yojimbo? No. You don't like Yojimbo? No. Oh, he, he I mean, there was so many, so many characters. Metalhead? Baxter Stockman? Krang? I, Krang almost made mine. Yeah, Krang almost made mine too, but I wanted... Like, I put Splinter instead of Krang. Yeah, likewise. Splinter was mine too. Um, And we're actually, like I said earlier, we're actually getting an Ninja Turtle movie that we want. Yeah. Gonna have Bebop, gonna have Rocksteady, Krang. Gonna have Krang. Sh- real, real Shredder. Real Shredder. So, um... It it kind of alludes that we're gonna get Baxter Stockman into the fly in this movie. Because Tyler Perry plays Baxter Stockman. Yeah. So, there's a chance that he's gonna become... The fly. The fly. Um, not, I'm not gonna lie. Um, to, I liked Tokar and Razor. I, I did too, but... I, I mean, think they, w- they would've been better now as opposed to back then. I think yeah. Bob and Rocksteady should've been the first... Verse two, would um, if you were a street kid mm-hmm. in uh, New York City, would you ever join the Foot? I don't know. I mean, I'm I always kind of go towards the dark side, so there's a possibility. You want to try and be like a turtle, or I can't try to be a turtle, or uh, no, not like literally be a turtle, but um, like Casey Jones, that you want to be a vigilante? Eh, maybe. I think it depends. Depending if, on the... Uh, if my family's on the line then I'm, and I have to join the foot, then I'll join the The benefits foot. of the foot. Yeah. Well, benefits of the foot is that there's a potential you're going to get chopped up by a guy named Shredder or you're going to get your ass kicked by four Ninja Turtles eh. or a guy in a hockey mask. So, but if, there, there are your benefits. And you're a ninja. I would like to be a ninja. That would be pretty dope. Um, so, we, we know you're top five. Another... The ninja Turtles were, was the first movie that I saw in theaters. Yeah. First movie I saw in theaters, yeah. Uh, my parents took me to it. They said I stayed, I was I was young, but my parents said that I stayed focused on it and didn't go to the bathroom. I just sat there and you I You went to the bathroom just in your pants. I, I might have. There's a, there's a chance I might have. Um, but there was a another story that came out in like my teens that hit the stage, which you know I've talked about and most people are probably know where I'm going. Um, Harry Potter. Yeah. You saw all the Harry Potter movies? I have seen them all. What are your uh, what movies did you like? What's your top five? Uh, top five is one to start it all is Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, I like that one. Uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay. Uh, Order of the Phoenix. Okay, I like that one. And round off to two with the two final ones: Deathly Hallows Part One and Two. Part One and Two. Yeah. Does two go before one or one before two? Uh, they go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. I mean, I I like them both. Okay. I'm going Azkaban first. I knew you were going that one. Hallows 2 for the second one. Mm-hmm. 
Order of the Phoenix, number three. Chamber of Secrets, number four. And Hallows, number one. Number five. I just... The thing about Azkaban that I like the most is that's the introduction to Gary Oldman. Yep. Um, and, you know, you have... Uh, you know, that's Bellatrix Lestrange, and you have all the Dementors, and it, it got started... That's when Harry Potter started to get dark. Yeah. And, it and got, gritty. It started to get dark and gritty, as C. Gritty would say. Um, it got super dark and super gritty, so it's something that I... Um, as an adolescent growing into a young adult, I was like, oh, yeah, I get, this is good shit. So that... And I, and I wanted to be a wizard. I want to still want to be a wizard. So I'm, I run around with my wand yelling, expecto patronum sometimes. But my, my patronum is not a deer or a rabbit. It's a uh, flaccid penis. <laughs> um, still, work, still working the kinks out. Um, sticking with Harry Potter, you got, any, you got a top five of characters? Yeah. Of course... You know, the whole series is about Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So Harry Potter, my number one. Uh, and I've said in multiple podcasts, and just recently, I always like dark and mm -hmm. bad guys. So you gotta go Voldemort. Voldemort. Okay. Um, Hagrid. He was just awesome. I love Hagrid. Yeah, Hagrid. He was good. funny. He was just... You, you gotta love Hagrid. Yeah, he was... He was... Uh, he was... Integral part to that movie. You need it, Hagrid. Then, so, glad um, they, so glad they didn't kill him. Serious Black. Serious Black. As I talked in earlier, that Gary Oldman is one of my top actors. Of course, I gotta pick his character. What's your favorite Gary Oldman role? I mean, he's really. I'm gonna put you good. on the spot. I'm sorry. He's really good as Jim Gordon. Okay. I mean, he's good in Dracula. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he was good in this. I mean, there's tons of. You know, movies. my favorite one is what? Fifth Element. It's my favorite Gary Oldman. Probably role. the worst hair. Best hair. It's my wedding hair. I moved from a Jerry Curl to Gary Oldman Fifth Element hair. <laughs> and you could have uh, Chris Rocks. Okay. Did you round up your five? No. You had one more, right? Hermione. Hermione Granger. You gotta have a little, f give a little female love. Yeah, she was uh, she was one of my crushes as a as a young man. Well, when into adulthood. Well, I couldn't. I can now because she's older. But when that movie first came out, I was. A young adult, and she was like, she's like thirteen, ten. <laughs> so I couldn't, and I didn't see her in that way because I was, you know, you I was eighteen adult, yeah. and she was ten. But now that she's she's a very attractive woman now because she's what like twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, around there. Um, my five are completely different than yours. Uh, we have we share two. My first one is Dobby. Um, I love Dobby. I have the pop vinyl of Dobby, and I take him to work with me. He's my desk buddy. Um, and I'm not afraid to admit that when he died, I cried. And I probably would cry again if I watched it. Um, so Dobby's number one. Harry Potter's number two. Because, of course, it's, H it's HP's world, so he needs to be on my list. Luna Lovegood is number three. Because I just thought that she was kind of... She was super kooky, but wickedly smart. Like, she, she knew everything that Harry needed. Um, and she was weird. And she was Neville's love, right? Yeah, thanks. Neville's so. girl. Um, so that's my three. Then we got Sirius. Sirius Black. And then finally, uh, Professor Snape. I love them in the books. You know, he, he made you hate, hate him. Yeah. Um, and that's a great portrayal of Al, by Alan Rickman. Um, but I, I really like Snape. I always think... 
there always there's always conspiracy theories about Snape and and Lily Potter mm-hmm. in regards to Harry. So um, I think S- Snape is going to be my top five for sure. Um, would you ever would you ever cosplay as a Harry Potter character? I mean, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I would, but it is easy. Yeah. I would go as Hagrid, for sure. You would have to get fat. I'm gonna be skinny Hagrid, or I'd go as Buckbeak. But they don't they don't crack my top five of, no. um, of cosplays that I would go. I feel confident doing. Who would you go? Well, come on out. Cap. Okay. Arrow. Red Hood. Gambit and Winter Soldier. Alright. I'm just I feel like I can pull them all. You can. And my bird's not showing in any of those costumes. So, like, no, there's no, like, I'm not in spandex, you know what I mean? I think for once we did not have any. Beautiful. Well, you, you're going as Maleficent, Ursula, yep. Baymax, yeah. um, Admiral Akbar, <laughs> and, uh, Salish Crumb from, uh, no, um, it's all different variations of Jason Momoa as Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> um, Green version, uh, regular version. So, my top five. Oh, uh, that was a good one. I like that. Of course, one of my favorite characters, <coughs> Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, awesome armor. Yeah, I think it would just be badass. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're talking about armor. Shredder. I thought for a minute... I thought you said Shrek. <laughs> I would love to see you cosplaying as Shrek. <laughs> Baby Shrek. Baby I am not you just be Shrek. Um, little Shrekky. Shrek, like, like Sh- classic Shrek. Like purple cape. Just with the shoulder pads and the wrist guards? Yeah, that would be okay. very nice. Knee guards too? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you knee, knee dudes right in the chin. And, and in the balls. Yeah. Impale them through the stump, through um, the chest. Another one, and it would be hard, but Carnage. That would be just yeah. a badass cosplay. Um, and another one is, not movie version, classic, Magneto. Ooh, yeah. Red helmet, purple accents, yeah, white purple hair. cape. Yeah, well, I would need no a because I well, have no... You'd I've, be wearing a helmet, so oh, yeah. you don't need it. And then another one... And we seen him, and I loved it. But he was a little fatter. Was it Archangel? Archangel. That guy was good. He was good. And I'm not talking about the Archangels that we're going to see in Apocalypse. I'm talking about purple, purple face. Yeah. and blue Archangel with the silver wings. Yeah, for sure. That was that, that was, was one of the best cosplays that I've seen. That was almost as good as that uh, Vision cosplay, that, or, or not Vision, um, Ultron cosplay that we saw. I think Archangel was better. Really? Yeah. You so, want you want to cosplay as uh, George Rippings? I do that in my normal life. Okay. Chuck Chuck Binks? Chuck Chuck Binks. Chuck Chuck Binks? Um, but I, th- they were in my top five. I think one cosplay that really requires nothing out of me is Gollum. I feel like I have the Gollum-like body. I just have to shave my head. You are a fucking Yao Ming Gollum. I'd have to crouch, though. I'd, like, I'd just like, go full like chimpanzee mode Gollum. And just, my precious And shave your beard. I, yeah. You shave your... Your whole body. That's why I don't. That's why I don't cosplay. Because I'd have to shave my beard, and I love my beard. Um, you play video games as a kid? I did. Who's your favorite characters? Uh, I think we like classic ones. 
So, um, one of my favorite games was Crash Bandicoot. Oh, ooh, nice. Uh, so Crash. Okay. And then you got to go with Sonic. Okay. And then one of the first heroines was Lara Croft. Okay. Yeah, go to Mary Lara Croft. And then, of course, they weren't the first video game, but I would think they're the one of the first most popular. You got to go Mario and Luigi. Okay. Round out my top five. You know, did you pick Lara Croft just because of the age you were and her running around in that outfit? No. You sure? No, I mean, because... Samus was, from Metroid, was a woman. Yeah, but... She, she didn't know that. She wore a helmet. Yeah, she wore a helmet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm talking... I mean... L- L- no, the Tomb Raider games were great. You remember the game Torok? No. Torok, the dinosaur... Like, it was like the dinosaur hunter? Mm-mm. The game was dope. Um, I think we only have... We have two characters that we share. I like the Mario, of course. Um, I was a big fighting game um, mm-hmm. fan, so I'm going with Sub-Zero. He was always my okay. go-to. I like Link from Zelda. Like Ryu from... Or Ryu, whichever one you, you prefer, um, from Street Fighter. And I like Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, my honorable mention is Donkey Kong. Oh, yeah, Donkey And uh, Doom. Okay, I wasn't a big Doom fan. Oh, I played it all the I'm time. I'm not a big fir- first-person... I'm not a big first-person shooter game now because I get motion sickness. Yeah. Um, I always have. Let's Well, let's stick on the game topic. Um, if I'm going top five games, that, and I'll keep it in the realm of uh, I'm on an island or... Um, or a zombie apocalypse, and I still have my systems. I'm going with Super Mario Brothers, okay. Mortal Kombat, Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, sweet! Battle Toads and Double Dragons. <laughs> I forgot about those. And uh, the Adventures of Zelda. Forgot about Zelda. So they we'll... should make that into a movie or. A... They want. There was rumored for a Netflix show. I just, I just love how people assume that Zelda is Link. No. Link is Link. Zelda is a woman. Yeah. But people assume that Link is Zelda. What are what are your um, five favorite games? Uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. And because you know it was one of the first, like violent games. Yeah. And for I sure. remember, my parents actually let me get a surprise because I don't think they realized how bad it was. <laughs> and I remember, at the time, there was no video game stores, so we'd have to go to Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember, but you would get the ticket. Yeah, like at the deli. Yeah, they would have like. You will go to the section, and all they had was, like, pictures of the video games. And then they had the tickets that you would buy. And yep. you would have to take it, purchase it, and then bring it up to the counter. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was one of my first favorite things to do when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, Sonic. Yeah. And now that I... Um, for Christmas, my wife bought us a... a Super... Or not Super... A the- Sega... Um, pack and it has Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and 3. Yeah. And Sonic, so I've been playing them. Yeah, it's got like 80 games on a hard drive, right? Yeah. But then it also has the, where you can stick the cartridges in too. Mm-hmm. So um, that's cool. Uh, of course, Super Mario Brothers. Okay. You know, I, I, I think that everyone's played that. Um, and then as I talked earlier, Crash. Mm-hmm. I like Crash Bandicoot. I was, you know, I used to play that on PlayStation nonstop. Um, and then one of the first, actually the first Sega game that I ever got, my parents... Was it Jurassic Park? Nope. It came with the system. Was it Lion King? Streets of Rage 2. Okay. Which is also on this, um, which is also on this, uh, the hard drive that my wife got. Do you ever play, um, the Lion King on Sega? 
Yep. Had game it. was difficult as shit. I had it. Game was so goddamn difficult. Dr- I, I, still I love Jurassic Park. I have Jurassic Park here. Yeah. Um, and then there was an X Men game that I loved. Yep. Uh, Clone Wars. No, it wasn't that one. Oh, I have X Men Clone Wars. That's good. That's a good game. Well, speaking of systems, and you know, you have Sega. Um, what do you? Ha- what systems do you have currently? I have the Sega, mm-hmm. and I have 360. Okay. I I want either a PS4 or a one Xbox One. Yeah, I I think people know what you meant. Yeah. I see. I don't have enough time to play video games as I, I don't did when really I was either. a child. Um, because you know I had two jobs trying to get this stuff off the ground and you know, life in general. Um, but I have a 360. I have a Wii U. I have a Sega Genesis, circa the 90s, the original one. And I have Super Nintendo and a Game Boy DS. And I play Lego Harry Potter on my Game Boy DS. (laughs) But if I were to... I have five systems currently. I didn't realize I had that that many. If I were to rank my top five systems, I'd have to go back to when I was a kid. Super Nintendo is always number one for me. I never had a Super Nintendo. It was one, it was the, one of the greatest systems I've ever had in my life. I went from Nintendo to Sega. See, I went Nintendo. I, I went to ColecoVision, Atari. I had Atari. Uh, NES, Super NES, uh, Sega, Sega Saturn, or, or Dreamcast, whichever one came in between. I think Saturn then Dreamcast. Then I had N sixty four. My sister had that. I didn't have it. PS one, PS two. Xbox, Xbox 360, and then I had handheld Jones. But my top five, I go Super Nintendo, my current Xbox 360. Um, I love the Batman games. I love the Deadpool game and Injustice and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, Sega, Sega Genesis is on there. Nintendo 64 for sure. Um, and then Game Boy Color. Uh, when I was a kid, I had Game Boy Color. I came with Game Boy Camera and a Game Boy Printer. That's where I took my first selfie. On my Game Boy Color. And your first Probably, probably my pick. first dick pic. Um, but the thing about Game Boy Color, which kids these days don't have it, don't really understand, is that I played Pokemon when I was a kid. And when I would catch a Pokemon, and when my friend or one of my schoolmates had caught a Pokemon that I really wanted, and I had two of these Pokemon, or I had one that I really didn't want, I'd get a link cable, plug it into mine, and plug it into theirs, and we would just trade that way. Yeah, now you Bluetooth everything, or you email yeah. shit. You don't, you don't really, it, it was great to have just social interactions like that, but they're, they're my top five. What about you? Um, all the ones that I've had as a kid, uh, Nintendo, okay. you know, um, Duck Hunt and, uh, oh, Duck Hunt was great. Yeah. And then, uh, Sega. Okay. As I talked about with, uh, Streets of Rage uh-huh. and, um, Atari. Okay. That was my first video game since I remember my uncle bought it for me. And I was like, I was like four or five years old. Wow. Um, uh, PlayStation, because mm-hmm. it was another one, I had, and my current Xbox 360. Beautiful, beautiful. I like I like the Xbox 360 controller. Yeah. I like the triggers on the back. I do prefer the PlayStation one over it though, because I'm familiar with that a little bit better. I know where the X, Y, square, and triangles are. See, I used to, but then. When I bought the 360, I was either going to get that or the PS3. Yeah. And there were certain games on Xbox that I liked better. Yeah. So that's when, I, that's why I stayed with them. I agree. I agree. That's a, 
So there's a good reason to get a system, for sure. Well, that kind of round, rounds up round one. Round one. That was a uh, very long round. That was a, that was a whole podcast round. Let's, let's move on to round two. Okay. Round two is going to be a little bit different than, than round one. Yep. It's probably going to be a little faster because uh, I'm not going to quiz you on um, yeah, why not, you picked that. You're not going to question me. And it's not me lists. It's, yeah, this is, round two is a pick em. Yep. Um, it's kind of like we're in March Madness now, and it's kind of like pick a basketball team that you want to win yeah. versus like that. So I'm going to, we'll go, we'll go back and forth in tandem. Um, so do you want to start or do you want me to start? Yeah, I'll start. Um, all right. Is your two top? It's both your favorite Marvel DC, Arrow or Cap? Well, when I sent you these questions, I put that one on there and I was mad at myself immediately. Because you had to choose. Because I can't choose. And that's a bitch way out, so I'm going to have to choose. Um, I'm going to go with Cap. Okay. Um, that's what I kind of thought you'd go with. Only because Cap has a longer track record. And he yeah. can do more, and he can stay stay around to protect people longer. Arrow's more practical. Yeah. Um, like, I could become the Green Arrow if I wanted to, and risk my life going to jail. But I can't... you got a billion dollars. Yeah. And I, well, no, I just need a bow and arrow. I can do that. Um, but I can't become Captain America. No. As much as I've tried to become a super soldier, I can't be. There's nobody that's not black market that's willing to inject me with super soldier serum. <laughs> I've tried. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cap. But to follow up your my question, I'm gonna follow up with a question with you. Same same content. Um, now you've you've voiced this kind of clear that your one A and one B of superheroes is Spider Man, because you have a tattoo of Spider Man, mm-hmm. and the Bat of Gotham, Batman. Yep. If you have to pick one of the two, which one are you picking? Both of them run in the same city. New York. Gotham's New York. Spider Man lives in New York. It technically it's not New York. Because they don't ever say New York. However, today, I don't know if you picked it up, we saw Batman vs. Superman. Uh-huh. When he's driving that Jeep throughout the city, yeah. New York license plate. Really? Yep. I didn't see that. Yes, but Gotham is technically Manhattan. Yeah. So, um, I was fighting back and forth with this, and I'm just going to have to go with something from the get-go when I was a kid. Spider-Man. Uh, I, I knew you were going to go Spider-Man. You don't have a Batman tattoo. No, I don't. Um, I am wearing Batman socks today. Man. But that's because you went and saw the Batman movie. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, why, they... Why, why Spider-Man? Um, when I was a kid, that's all really there was with Spider-Man. I mean, it was Spider-Man and Batman. That's all they kind of stuck down our throats when we were kids mm-hmm. with cartoons. And I was more partial to Spider-Man, so I know more. I, you know, it was just more part of my childhood that I... Enjoyed with Spider-Man. Now, the next question, uh, lineup I got for you is Harry Potter, mm-hmm. which you talked about how much you love him, and Legolas. Yeah, this um, this podcast has been pretty Harry Potter heavy for me. It's been the most Harry Potter heavy that we've had. Well, yeah, it's going to get heavier. To date. Get ready. It's going to get heavier. The magic is within, always. Um, and then last, last week, we... We talked about, or a couple weeks ago, we talked about Lord of the Rings, um, but it's it's always going to be Harry Potter. I I didn't really think that was even a qu- like a debate. Well, you got to look at it this way: if you go longevity and and how the you can stay around longer, it's Legolas. And as far as being a badass, it's Legolas. Yeah. 
But Harry Potter, for me, from day one as a child, experienced so much shit to get where he's at now Yeah, that he's got to be my favorite. I, if I'm ride or die with one of them, it's Harry Potter. Now we're going to pin Harry Ford up. Yeah. Can I call him Harry? Call him Harry. Does anyone ever call him Harry? I call him Hair Dog. Well, we're going to call him Harry. Harrison Ford. Harry Harrison Ford. And your pick him is going to be Indiana Jones versus Han Solo. Now, two characters that I love dearly. Yes. Two characters that you picked on your top heroes list. Heroes and... Movies. Movies. Yeah. Um, but really wasn't even a debate with me. Han Solo. Ooh. See, I thought it was going to be harder. It kind of mm-hmm. bums me out now. No, I mean... I I was waiting for you to get the email with the questions and be like, fuck. So no, I see. Oh, I was like, ooh, when I when I got your email, I looked at it, I was like, ooh, it's a good one. But I am a diehard Star Wars fan. But you know, in the end, he's going to die. Well, now I know. Yeah. So you still riding with him? Uh, yeah. Okay. And I then can't, I can't argue it. No. Yeah, of course. So the next question is the age-old debate. Okay. Star Wars or Star Trek? This is Star Wars. Um, I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Um, I've only seen the new Star Trek movies. And I've seen reruns of like uh, Next Gen and and stuff like that. Um, I know more about Star Wars than Star Trek. Um, And to be fair, I haven't really given Star Trek a chance. Um, Just because, you know, it's like you can't like Star Trek and like Star Wars at the same time, which is bullshit. Um, And I think I'm going to start giving it a chance just to see what it's like. Probably won't stick with it, but I'm going to try it. What about Star Wars or Star Trek for you? That's not even a question. Star Wars. Star Wars. Um, And I'm not like you. I don't want to give Star Trek (laughs) a chance. And it's it's nothing against, like, the new ones I like. Yeah. Um, But just put it out there, this. It's Star Wars, in my mind, will always trump Star Trek because the longevity. I mean, Star... Star Trek has had to reboot and do this and do that. And Star Wars just kind of keeps going. They add well, stories. Have they, have they rebooted? That, to me, that's a reboot when you have to go back and cast... Well, Shatner was Captain Kirk. Then Stewart was Captain Picard. So I'm that, talking about with but, Chris Pine. Oh, with the bone. I mean, that's just... Technically, we got... It's a different time. I know they're yeah. doing that with Han Solo and... And this is Captain Kirk Jr. No, it's not. Yeah, it is, because remember, um, Chris Hemsworth was... No, it's Tiberius Kirk. Yeah. Whatever. Same thing. No, it's not. Same thing to me. But, I just think... To me, that's motto. I think Star Star Wars might as well always trump Star Trek. Okay. Um, Star Trek is getting a new TV show on CBS. You gonna watch it? I think I'm gonna watch it. I think I'm gonna watch it. That's a good... It's a good start for me. Because the I like the movies, like... Yeah, like I do. Like you said, I, I'm digging the movies, so I think I'm going to give it a shot. And yeah, I like the third one. I know uh, a lot of people are trying you just to... just going to be the baddie. Yeah, I know a lot of people are trying to get um, Angela Bassett to be Starship Commander, Starfleet Commander, which is, eh, I don't know, I don't give a shit who, who it is. I just want to watch it. Um, DC or Marvel? Again, not a, not even a, an afterthought is Marvel. And we talked about four were Marvelites. Um, my favorite... By far is Marvel and their characters or villains, Stanley, 
Marvel, all the way. How about you? Marvel, uh, TV, DC. Yeah. Movies, Marvel. Comics, Marvel. Animated features, DC. Yeah. So it's a tiebreaker. As far as characters, I know more. I know more ca- Marvel characters than I do DC characters. And I hate that it's a debate on who, what you like better, but if I have to pick one, like this this whole premises, I'm going Marvel for sure. Um, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Again, not really a question, Lord of the Rings. Okay. To me, there would be no Game of Thrones if Lord of the Rings wasn't around. Because as we talked, um, you gotta listen to our last episode, or... It'll be two episodes. I'm sorry. Because Force Awakens is last couple episodes. Last couple episodes. Um, we we had a, a Tolkien, and we talked about how that was kind of the start of the fantasy genre. Yeah. Uh, so I feel there would be no Game of Thrones without Lord of the Rings. Uh, I'm going to go Game of Thrones. I'm going to go Game of Thrones because um, it's at the point where you really can't... Like, Lord of the Rings, you kind of had... There was an endgame. It was drop the ring in and you're done. Game of Thrones is everybody's trying to fight for one seat and you don't know where it is and you don't know what's at stake and there's a dark arts as far as Melisandre's concerned and then you got dragons with Daenerys and then you got, you know, Arya's blind and, and, and so on. All these different characters that can go every way. And then your characters get, like your main characters are getting killed left and right. In Lord of the Rings, Legolas doesn't get his head chopped yeah. off, or or uh, Gandalf doesn't get, you know, set on fire. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go Game of Thrones. So if you had to pick one weapon to fight with, my penis. <laughs> and I'm talking about zombie apocalypse, but we did before. I'm talking about any, you know, you're going out doing vigil- vigilanteism, yeah, protecting your house, whatever. Would you pick a gun or a bow and arrow? Well. Seeing on the weapons I have at my house now, um, I, I do not own a gun yet, so I'm going to go bow and arrow. I've always gone bow and arrow, uh, mainly because, like I said in the Zombie Apocalypse podcast and in this earlier in this podcast in round one, I can make you can turn a, uh, an arrow, anything into an arrow essentially, and you don't have to sharpen your bow, you know, and you run out of bullets with a gun. And if I'm going to be a vigilante, a gun makes more noise and brings attention yeah. to you. So it's going to definitely be a bone arrow. What you got? That's kind of the same argument I had. Bone arrow. Okay. Uh, more stealth. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then also, too, uh, close range, you can use the bow. As a weapon. As a weapon. And you don't even need a permit for a bone arrow. No. And Yeah, but if you're a vigilante, you're not really caring about permits. Well, I'm a human. i got to care about something. Uh, um, Joker or Darth Vader? The battle of the baddies. Vader. Vader for sure. Vader for sure. And it's not, not, not because, not in a fight. Yeah, I know. Okay. Again, Star Wars, my love. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I like the Joker. I'm going to go Joker over Vader. I kind of felt that that's where you were going. Only because Vader died. Vader, he had that redeeming quality at the end where you kind of felt bad for him. Um, and as a true villain, I don't want to feel bad for you. Um, so I'm going to go as far as like brutal, brutal kills and severity of like the Joker will light you on fire and smash your face with a crowbar. He gets his hands dirty. Darth Vader will choke you from down the street. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Um, but both great villains in my mind. So we're going from villains to dark and gritty. Oh, your lifestyle. My dark lifestyle, and dark and gritty. Blade or Spawn? This is a tough one. I just watched Blade again on Thursday. Um, They're good movies. Yeah. I forgot how many F-bombs can be dropped in one scene. Like the dumb <laughs> one with uh, our Harvey Bullock when he gets his hand cut off. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's going everywhere. But um, I'm going to go Spawn. Um, and it's tough because I love Blade. But Spawn, you know, he comes straight from hell. You know what I mean? And he he has more of a supernatural element, which I like. Blade's a vampire, and he can do some pretty beautiful sword work and weaponry. But I'm going to go Spawn. What about you? I'm Spawn. Um, just how he can kind of manifest. Yeah. And have those chains come out. And, and a big-ass cape. And a big-ass cape. And just, he, like you said, he's a Spawn of hell. You know, you can't really get any more badass than that. Do you ever watch Twilight? Unfortunately, yes. Were you Team Jacob or Team Edward? I'm not even... Yeah, pick one. Team Jacob or Team Edward? Team Death. Okay. So, Team Death over here. If you have to pick a supernatural being, (laughs) um, would you be a a werewolf or a vampire? See, I don't think... like I like this question, but I'm not going Twilight with it. Um, I would pick... I just went Twilight because it was a segue. I don't really care about Twilight. But, um, it's not who I think would win. What I want, who, what abilities I would rather no, have. No, it's who you want to be, yes. not who would win. Werewolf. But yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Um, I always like werewolves. I always like the Wolfman and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, cause you, you know, you can be a normal guy walking down the street, hey, what up? And then just, full moon come, and you're just, Complete badass. Yeah, but you also said, like, you can be a normal guy walking down the street. You can walk around in the daytime. Yeah. As, as a vampire, you have to... Yeah, you, you, you can, can be a creeper at night. I gotta go grocery shopping. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need to be a werewolf to go out and get yeah. my milk in the morning. Can't go to... I'm not going to 24-7 shop rights for... Or, or Walmarts for my milk as a vampire. Yeah. I don't, need, I don't need milk. I'm just going to get raw meat. Sucking my blood. Um, so, I'm going to go werewolf. I know there's a lot of people who want to be... A vampire, though. That's weird. I've always thought... Like, yeah, of course, long life and... You know... And it's... The thing with the vampires... And not only with the Twilight... We're just... It's a very... Sexual... Kind of being. You know what I mean? It is. The werewolf is a sexual being? No, vampire. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. And so... So the the lore of that... Would be awesome, but... I just love... Uh, werewolf. I was going to say, I don't know much. many people that are turned on by wolves. No. <laughs> no, that's where you're going. Alright, hit me with another one. Alright. Super strength? Mm-hmm. Super speed? Well, I feel like I have super strength already because I can pick up my cats without them. <laughs> you're a hundred cats. Without them scratching me. So that's super. Um, so I'm going to go super speed. I'd like to be fast. Um, I like to be able to knock you down without Knowing which way I came from, and I'd be like to be able to dodge a bullet, for sure, and save kids from uh, getting hit by a bus or, or tragedy stuff like that. What about you? See me, I would go super strength. Well, it's because you're fast already. Yeah, I'm. You're the fastest sponge I know. So, you know, just strength. You know, help. One, you can also help people picking up shit. You know, someone 
gets you hurt. Literal, literal just shit, like you're just so pick, strong. Yep. You're picking up their you know, picking their up battles. buildings and stuff like that. Or and also too, you just hit the beach and you're like, what up, ladies? And they're like all buff. So you're more about picking up feces and picking up chicks. Feces, sometimes they go hand in hand. Poop and chicks, love it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. Um, I like the Power Rangers. I was a little bit older when that came out. Yeah. Not like I wasn't like an adult, but I, I, it was towards my teenage years. So I watched it because my sisters did, and I liked them. But Ninja Turtles was first for me, and I, that's what I love. Ninja Turtles is the first for me, but I think I'm going to stray away. I'm going to go Power Rangers. I didn't think you were going there. The reason why I'm going Power Rangers is because you can have a life exist outside of being a Power Ranger. You're able to live at home. You're able to like, have your own home above ground. You're able to you know, get married, um, start a family. But then when time comes, you're a hero. And then you get to ride in these badass Megazords. Turtles are riding in a van that shoots uh, sewer covers. Yeah, you eat pizza all day. You I, pizza. I eat pizza all day now, and I'm not a turtle. It's <laughs> all I eat. So I'm going Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but not like Dino Thunder, not like Supercharged, not like no, Zio. the original. Like Jason, Kimberly, Zach, Trini, Billy, and Tommy. Yeah. That's the Power Rangers that I know. So I have a super hard question for you. Okay. Alright. Hardest question there is. 2015 Fantastic Four. <laughs> or... The epic Ghost Rider 2. Spirit of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance. Um, well, both of those movies sucked. Uh, so I'll preface that. If the, our listeners have not seen them, don't waste your time. It's two hours. You won't get back. Um, I'm going to go, and I've talked about this one so much. I'm going to go Fantastic Four. Mainly because Ghost Rider 2 was so nauseatingly bad. It was horrendous. I can't get behind any Nicolas Cage movies, and I know that you love him with 50 Cent, but, <laughs> uh, and you're probably going to pick Ghost Rider, but I cannot, I can't do Ghost Rider because it was so fucking terrible. So I'm going to go with Fantastic Four. Even though I hate that movie as much as I, I hate Ghost Rider, I'm going with Fantastic Four. You are correct. I'm going with Ghost Rider. Of course, because you love fucking Nicolas Cage. No. Um, because there was no bright spots in Fantastic Four. Nothing. Yes, there was. The ending. Okay. The only bright spot in Ghost Rider mm-hmm. was Idris Elba. And before he made it big, and I, I like him as an actor. Was he blind in that? I don't know. Was like it was like a blind suits there? He, he was in it. See, he, he's, your, he's your bright spot. You don't even fucking know what he, what, who he played. I seen it one time when it first came out like six years ago. Uh, it did come out six years ago, didn't it? Who knows? I, I lost track of time with that. I think that came out like during Captain America time. But again... Still better than Fantastic Four. No, it's not. Now, n- one of the last questions I got. You're a kid. Yeah. You have certain abilities. hmm You got to go to a school. What kind of abilities do I have? Just say you have... I'm just special? You're special. That, and where you go depending what you have. Okay. Would you go Hogwarts okay. or Xavier School for the Gifted? Um, so as a special child, I'm going to Hogwarts, bro. I'm going to Hogwarts every time. (laughs) I'm going to get my wand. I'm going to learn potions. I'm going to learn dark arts. 
Um, I don't have, I'm going to fight Death Eaters and Dementors and, uh, you know, Ray Fiennes with, uh, with no nose looking like a snake. I'm going to fight him and I'm going to ride Buckbeak all day long. Hippogriffs. <laughs> what, uh, what school you got? Do you go to X, X Xavier school? Well, again, you were saying your mom called you special. My, uh, eighth grade lesbian principal told me I'm special. Okay. So I always knew that I was special because of her. Okay. Um. I would <laughs> eighth grade lesbian principal. True story. Um, I would go with Xavier School for the Gifted. Okay. And one of the big reasons is because when you go to Hogwarts, they're all witches and wizards. Okay. You know what I mean? So there's really, and the only way that's super witch phobic. No. no, no, no. No, 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 no. Let, let me let me explain. I'm trying. Let me explain. Okay, so it's to me it's like competition. The only way you're going to get top is oh, I'm a, I'm the best wizard. I'm the best witch. This and then also I don't. Fuck yeah, you gotta be the best witch if you're gonna graduate <laughs> Hogwarts. But then they also they break it in the houses, so it's it's very competitive. Mm-hmm. But when you go to Xavier's school for the gifted, most of the time you are the only one. You are. You know what I mean? If you are Iceman, there's no other Iceman. There's yeah. no Ice Boy. There's no Ice Lad. You're Iceman. You know what I mean? There are different diversities. Ice Lad. I would love that as a hero <laughs> named Ice Lad. He throws cubes at you. <laughs> He's from Scotland. Yeah, Ice um, Lad. But, you know what I mean? Like, there's no... Everyone is their own person, their own ability. So, there's no one else like you. So... There's no competition. It's not, oh, I, I'm, I'm better at this or I'm better at... No, because you're the only one that can do it. Yeah, but you're also being taught... And I, I like your choice. That's a, Either school would be great to go to. Yeah. Um, but there's also you're also being taught that, you know, you are special. However, the world hates you. Because it's true. And the world's not going to... Well, the world hates you now, regardless if you're special. But at Hogwarts... They don't give a shit. They're above muggles. And you can, like, Ice Lad might be super frozen looking or, like, Colossus. You know what I mean? He's solid metal. He's not like what Days of Future Past was where he's, like, converting and stuff like that. You know, you gotta you gotta hide this stuff from people. So I don't want to hide. Like, I don't want to walk around life with looking like Stevie Wonder with so- uh, glasses on the whole time. If I take my glasses off, I'm shooting rays at you. Nah, There's always, and you're always getting attacked. That school's forever getting attacked. Hogwarts got attacked once. This is got always, attacked once, son. Dark arts are always around. Yeah, but Magneto's always around, controlling shit in the world. So I'm going to Hogwarts to I be am... a wizard, and I'm playing Quidditch, and I'm gonna hang out with Professor Sprout. Um, yeah, I'm going there. Uh, Xavier's school. Oh nah, man. Gonna be a Hogwarts. Gonna be a wizard I am. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Moving on to round three. Is a would you... Who would win? Not would you rather, but who would win? Where I'm gonna pit a hero, hero versus hero, villain versus hero, villain versus villain, and so on. First and foremost is gonna be a battle of the archers. Okay. Hawkeye, Clint Barton, versus the Green Arrow, Oliver Queen. I would pick, I think it would win, would be the Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. Because 
He's a little more ruthless. He will kill. I know in the show hour he's not right now, but he he has. To me, Clint Barton is a little more, a little more pretty boy, a little more by the rules. Okay. Um, where Green Arrow is where there are no rules. Yeah. So I feel a Green Arrow would win hands down. Uh, it's Green Arrow all day. Um, all day, every day. All day, every day. Uh, Hawkeye is the only archer I've ever seen. Run out of arrows. <laughs> yes. Um, he so did he's, in the Avengers. He's not very prepared as far as, you know... Well, granted, we've never seen Ollie fight, you know, Chitauri. But yeah. um, I feel that, you know, Hawkeye, Hawkeye isn't, was an assassin, so he has killed people. Green Arrow has killed people. But he's more of a teacher now as opposed to... like He's, he's like a leader of the West Coast Avengers and whatnot. So I'm going to go... Um, um, Green Arrow, because he doesn't have anything to prove. You know what I mean? Or he, I'm sorry. He has something to prove, because the Justice League doesn't really care about him. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have superpowers. He doesn't have... He frankly, doesn't have a lot of money anymore. Um, he's not Batman and Superman and everyone like that, so he does have a lot to prove. Whereas Clint is a Avenger. He's top dog. He's a leader of another group of Avengers. So he he's the end all be all as far as like he's the best archer in the Marvel universe. Where Oliver's kind of like I got to prove myself to these guys. Yeah. So uh, Green Arrow for sure. So here's another one, Battle of Badasses. Okay. Deathstroke versus Punisher. Uh, Deathstroke is is gonna take out Punisher, um, because Punisher is a great marksman and everything like that, but Deathstroke is. Graded covert uh, tactics, guerrilla warfare. He can get behind. He uses a sword. He uses knives. He uses every type of weapon you can possibly use. And depending on what storyline you use, he's hyped up with Mirakuru. Um, you don't get a name like Deathstroke, the Terminator, from being lackadaisical and not a total badass. Who did you pick? See, I went different. I you picked Punisher because I you just feel. Punk? He's gritty. <laughs> he's he's a, you know he'll do what it takes to take you down. Yeah, so well, that's that's true. I don't know. I just feel he's you know he'll use any any arsenal that he has. Mm -hmm. He'll take you down. I've never seen the Punisher use a sword. No. So if I toss him a sword, and he's got to fight Slade with a sword. I don't fucking toss him a grenade. I'm not gonna toss him a grenade. That's true all day. All right, Boba Fett versus Deadpool. This is a hard one for me. It was a hard because who I had to pick. Mm -hmm. Because I love Boba Fett, but Deadpool would win. Okay. Because um, Boba Fett, he, he's got a suit and a rocket launcher. Yeah. Deadpool got a healing factor. Yeah. I mean, hell, Boba Fett died. Got eaten. Got eaten. Yeah. Dead, yeah. D Deadpool... You know, he would get bitten and come right back. Yeah. I, I went with Deadpool as well because, not only because of the healing factor, and I mean, that takes the cake. That, if you put Deadpool versus most heroes, he's going to win because of the healing factor. But he also, you know, he's also a mercenary, so he's good with weaponry. Uses swords, uses grenades, uses guns, katanas, whatever he wants to use. Um, he can teleport. And that's, that's a big thing. Like, Boba Fett could just... Hover over him, shoot a rocket, he can teleport, Deadpool's behind him, stabs him. 
kills him. It's over. Game over. So Deadpool for sure. Um, battle of my favorite franchise versus your favorite franchise. Voldemort versus Kylo Ren. And when I seen this, I said, ooh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, Kylo did, Ren. Did you do the um, George Takei? Oh my. No, I did not. Uh, Kylo. Um, and because it was hard, because Voldemort is very powerful. Yeah. So it's Kylo. Um, but to me, Kylo's got a little bit of that, he's got that rage. Mm -hmm. So I think that would edge. Okay. You know what I mean? I mean, Voldemort is very, very powerful. Uh, but Kylo is harnessing his rage and harnessing his powers. I think he can be very dangerous and powerful. Okay. I went completely different. Uh, I went with Voldemort because he is one. He's the, one of the strongest wizards, and he's he's the e the evilest wizards out there. Um, and I picked him mainly because of how ruthless he is. He'll kill you without even thinking. Um, whereas Kylo can't get his emotions together at the moment. He's kind of straddling that line between: Do I want to be do good? Do I want to be bad? And if you if you think about it, he let a girl who really didn't know the force and how to use a lightsaber he let her let let her yeah, almost true. kill him um he wouldn't stand a chance with against Voldemort yeah true um plus you know Voldemort's got Nijani the snake or I think that's how you pronounce it or <laughs> Nagini one of the two um he's got the big ass python so that could be like if they're fighting in the woods or something like where uh Rey and Kylo fought or where Harry and Voldemort fought. Um, the snake can come up from behind him, wrap him up, and while he's worried about the snake, Voldemort can just dead. So this is a battle of groups. Mm -hmm. We got X Men. Okay. Versus Suicide Squad. And this is a tough one because Suicide Squad includes humans and metahumans: King Shark, Killer Croc, Killer mm -hmm. Frost, and so on. Um. X-Men are all mutants. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go with the X-Men, for sure. Um, however, I think it would be closer than most people think. Because, again, Suicide Squad have nothing to lose. Yeah, they're crazy. Um, I would love to see a Psylocke versus Katana fight. Oh, that'd be badass. Uh, Killer Croc versus Colossus. You know, Deadshot versus Cyclops. Storm versus Enchantress. Um, you know, the whole thing is, it, it just goes into Wolverine. The Suicide Squad doesn't have a Wolverine. You know what I mean? They, of course, they have Iceman versus Killer Frost, right? King Shark versus Beast. Yeah. You have these, these battle, like, even fights. But they don't have the one that will... Take the cake. Take the cake. And that's Logan. Who'd you pick? I went the same route you did, and majority for the same thing is metahumans and humans. Mm -hmm. But then, like you said, they're all mutants. They all have abilities and all have powers. Harley Quinn, crazy as shit, ain't going to be able to stop mm -hmm. anyone. You know what I mean? Joker, again, crazy as shit, ain't going to be able to stop. Same thing with Deadshot, too. He's yeah. a human. Yeah, he, he can shoot you. But if he shoots Wolverine, he ain't going to stop him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Iceman can freeze a bullet. Um... Yeah, who has the regenerating factor on Suicide Squad? Nobody. Nobody. So, again, even though, like you said, they are ruthless and have nothing to lose. So I think it would be a closer match than Absolutely. it appears. But 
I think in the end, and then Professor X can just get in her head. Yeah. You know what I mean? But do you want to get in that head? I don't want to get in that head, no. Because he would, like, she might be so crazy that she turns Professor X crazy. That'd be, that'd be a good... And thing. then he's sitting there, because look, look, Apocalypse gets into Charles's head. Yeah. So if Harley's voices can control Professor X's powers, Jesus Christ. And, like, we, I didn't take the X-Men with Jean Grey in there. Because it's not a question of who wins if Jean Grey's included. Right. Her, a, is, her is a Dark Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, Dark Phoenix. I think Dark Phoenix is one of the strongest heroes in general. Um, and I think she could destroy any hero. I think she could beat super, Superman, personally. Um, so sticking with the, the team of superheroes, or supervillains, if you will, or whatever. Um, Justice League versus the Avengers. And by Justice League, we can... You know, you can include everybody. Or you can just stick to the new DC TV, or DC movie, Justice League, with Cyborg, The Flash, uh, Green Lantern, Aquaman, Bats, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you go... I mean, because both groups have different variations. Mm -hmm. Essentially, almost every DC hero was a Justice League at one time, and the same thing with Marvel. A lot of the... Um, but again, as loyal as I am, I would pick, uh, the Avengers. Okay. Um, I just think they have a more round out cast. Okay. Of different, I mean, I mean, you have, if the cinematic, you have, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Hawkeye, Thor, but then even you go further than that, who's also an Avenger, you got Wolverine. You got Luke Cage. Mm -hmm. You got Spider-Man. I mean, you got all those. And then the same thing with Justice League. You have your Superman, your Batman. But I just don't think that they could handle everyone in the Avengers Corps. Okay. This was tough for me. Um, but I went with the Justice League. Because if you break it down, Batman versus Iron Man. Rich humans, right? Green Lantern versus Thor. You have the space battle. Superman versus Hulk, right? Then you have Wonder Woman. Is is Black Widow gonna beat Wonder Woman? No, no. No, so Wonder Woman cap, right? But then you throw in you, you know you have Luke Cage and you have Wolverine, but then you throw in characters like Hawkman, Hawk Girl, Martian Manhunter, um, Aquaman, The Flash. You know, pretty much you know Shazam. And the Wonder I, Twins. The, no, not the Wonder Twins. <laughs> um, but like Nightwing, Shazam, um, Elastic Man, like you know, Elongated Man, stuff like these, these no name characters. But I think the the Justice League, because mainly because of the, the the space element too, because Green Lantern and Superman together and Shazam. Oh man, it's game over. Game over. So that's that's who I'm going with. All right, we'll go from groups. To um, Battle of the Wizards. Battle of the Wizards. Uh, Tracy McGrady, or no, um, it's John Wall versus Gilbert Arenas, right? Or Michael Jordan. Not Michael Jordan, he plays the bull. He was a wizard. He was a wizard because he bought him. Alright, we got or Kwame Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Not more draft, but he, he's my favorite wizard. Okay, we got um, Gandalf the Grey. Mm hmm. First, Harry Potter. 
Well, the way you ordered it, it's going to be Harry Potter. If it was Gandalf the White, then Gandalf the White wins. Oh, yeah. So, you walked into that one. Um, Harry Potter beats Gandalf the Grey. Or Gandalf in general. I think Gandalf's going to win. Okay. Why, because he's, of age? He's, he's old. I mean, dude's what, a couple hundred years old. I, I think he's just more powerful. Mm-hmm. Harry's young. He's, he's Harry's power, powerful, but the inexperience, I think, is what's going to get him. I think Harry Potter wins because there you never see Gandalf use a killing curse, and Harry Potter knows the killing curse, and you see Gandalf will sometimes just you. I, I feel like because he's so old, he really hasn't adapted to current times, where he's like, I I know this one, I know that one, and they've worked in the past. So I, and I'm gonna ride on that because I'm Gandalf. I'm gonna use these. These uh, these curses or whatever, where Harry is always learning. He's a student, so he's gonna learn how to battle different wizards. Like I think Voldemort, like, I think Gandalf would beat Voldemort, but I think Harry, who has beat Voldemort, I think Harry will beat Gandalf. See, also too, I mean, I know it's all wizards, but you never seen Harry get into a scrap. Gandalf, as old as he is, got in a scrap. He was just fucking. Harry got Harry got into a scrap. Yeah, true. He died. Like essentially, he died. I don't know. I just still feel that Gandalf would kick his ass. I don't think Gandalf. Harry, he'd break a hip. Harry couldn't beat Radagast the Brown. Yes, he could. No, Radagast would suck. He'd have shit all over his face. Yeah, he would sick fucking. Rabid animals after him. Go back to how you started. He would suck. He would suck what? (laughs) What would Radagast do to Harry? He wouldn't suck him clean, would he? No. Harry is dark and gritty, Chuck. Harry is dark and gritty. And Radagast is brown and shitty. Yeah, so dark and gritty beats brown and shitty any day. (laughs) Harry Potter would be Gandalf. No. Nope. Alright, so we're never going to agree on that one. Nope. Who's going to win between the Turtles and the Thundercats? Again, this was, I was like, my first thought, Turtles. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? No. I think Thundercats would win. Um, turtles, even though they're badass and they're ninjas, Thundercats are warriors. Yeah. And they're cats. You know what I mean? They're, they're panthers. They're, they're, they're cats. <laughs> they're panthers and tigers. And you know what I mean? Like, and cheetahs. And cheetahs. They would destroy a turtle. But there's only... There's four of them, correct? There's Lino, Chitara, Panthro, and Snarf. Yeah. Right? Snarf. Snarf would die. Snarf wouldn't even beat Splinter. So if you eliminate him, Mummer's not going to fight with them. No. So you're going three on four. Still. Turtles are taking them. Nope. Turtles are going to take them, man. Pat Band of Brothers. Read it. (laughs) It's going to be... I think the turtles are going to beat... Beat these warriors. Now, evolutionarily speaking, um, turtles are all, cats are always faster than turtles. Yeah. However, turtles can go into shells. Those thundercats can't get through those shells. They're, They're impenetrable. They're impregnable. They're not good. His sword. Lino's sword? Yeah. Cut, Lino, that, cut, Lino, that, cut that shit in half. Lino versus. Um, See, you just said yourself, they'll hide in a shell like little, little wussies. No. Nah. Well, that's if, if, if it needs to, but I think no. the Turtles would be the Thundercats. Well, agree to disagree. Yeah. All right, so 
I'm going to go with Spider-Man versus Batman since you already went with it. And I'm going to go with Spider-Man as well. Um, which is... T well, let me think about it. No, I'm going to go with Batman. I'm going to go with Batman. Um, because if Batman can take out the techno technology in Spider-Man, so the web shooters, if it's that iteration, if, it's that, if, if, that's, if it's that version of Spider-Man, then Batman's working on him. But we saw Batman is, is adaptable to any type of villain, so he would find something to counteract natural webbing. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'd make a suit that would be web-proof or like so slippery the webs couldn't stick. So I'm going to go Batman for sure. I um, guess... Well, you picked Spider-Man. Yeah, already. I picked Spider-Man. Um, Battle of the... The Vampires. Blade. Versus Selina. From Underworld. It's Selina, right? Not Selene? It's... A, it's Selene. Selene, okay. Selena is Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Okay. Blade um, versus Jennifer Lopez. Blade. Money Train. Blade. <laughs> Blade. Um... Even though I love Underworld and Selene, but uh, Blade, I mean, he's just, he'll take you out. You yeah. know what I mean? And plus, he's hes a daywalker. He can, he. Can she walk in the day? No. No, she cannot. We've never seen her in daytimes. Yes, we okay. have. But I think it was Underworld 3 where her and Michael were in the car and he had to like, they had, they were in some kind of foreign country or whatever. And oh, he had a shielder. And he had a shielder. Oh. Fucking Blade will we'll just walk in there, fucking cut your ass. Well, not only will will Blade cut you, um, Blade does essentially doesn't have emotions. The only person he had emotions for was Whistler. Yeah. Right. Celine falls in love, gets you know gets kind of sad, gets sentimental, and starts to feel like she has a heart. Blade and and the thing about Blade too is, remember his sword. Only Blade could touch it or it'll tear through your hand. Yeah. Um, if Selene picked that up, like, oh, I'm going to kill you, Blade. And he's like, he's just laughing. He pulls out that badass double-sided knife. Boom. She lost a hand. She's done. Yeah, okay. I just... Hand hand ripped off. Knife killed. Yeah, Blade. Okay. Do we agree with this one? Yeah. He-Man mm -hmm. versus God of Thunder, Thor. Well, seeing that both of them could be played by Chris Hemsworth... <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Thor. It's tough because they're essentially the same type of person. They are. They're very similar. He Man can't fly, right? No. So it's it's Thor. He Man's gonna roll in with Battle Cat, and they're gonna be standing in a puddle, and Thor is gonna whip down some lightning and electrocute them, and they're dead. Boop. And that's how I kind of feel. The same thing with Thor. Um, he just has. Just had a little bit more ability than than He Man does. Yeah. Would you would you pick Battle Cat or Falcor from the Never Ending Story? Battle Cat. You wouldn't want to fly? As long as long in real life, Battle Cat is in green felt. Oh, that was the greatest toy ever. Yeah. What was the purple one called? Purple felt. Purple felt? Battle Cat? Okay. It was a panther though, right? Yeah. Oh Skeletor's main dude. Yeah. Um I want Falcor. I want to fly, man. Love dragon. Fly, fly the hell out of here. Um, finally, the the final. Who would win? That I can think of. That wasn't more of like a lopsided battle. Two of 
television or movies current, I guess, of the last 10 years, most popular villains. Loki from Asgard and the Joker from Gotham. Mainly Arkham. Um, honestly, I don't think that's as hard as you think it is. I think it would be Loki. Because of the power? The power. I mean, Joker is a man. Crazy as shit, man. But Loki's... He's got all... Got the magic. He's got magic. Um, Joker, you know, use guns and knives and do whatever it takes. But it's Loki all the way. See, I straddle the line between... I look into it, right? So, it depends on where... If it's a neutral playing field, Loki wins. If it's at Asgard, Loki wins. But if it's on Joker's home turf, and Joker knows he's got the tape of Loki, he knows what he does, I feel like there's booby traps for where Loki... Like, if Loki were to teleport behind Joker, there would be, like, a bear trap that would catch Loki or something. Or, like, he'd have a flower on his back of his shirt and he'd press a button and poison Loki and Loki would go down and then that's where he would be. But also he can change into someone else and it could be Harley Quinn and he can sit there and... But if it's, if it's a one-on-one Mortal Kombat style battle... I still think Loki. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be... Loki wins two out of three. Yeah. For sure. Um, but Joker would put up a hell of a fight. Right, you think? Yeah, I think he would, but I, I think in the end he'd still lose. Okay. Well, that was our very first three rounds of Geek from Active Geek. I think this was fun. Yeah, it's it going to be our longest episode. Yeah, it's um, for sure. We might be able to do another one this year, but we'll shorten it. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll, um, we'll bring on some special guests to do it. Maybe we'll do it as a Facebook poll. Maybe we'll do it as a Twitter poll once we get some followers, mm-hmm. other than the 16 people that follow us now. Um, but without, without any other things, right? You don't have anything, right? No. Um, we saw Batman vs. Superman today. Yes, we did. You liked it. I'm kind of am about it. I, I like it compared to, I had such bad, uh, lower expectations. So it exceeded my expectations. So I was happy with it. Yeah, it kind of met up to where I was. So there's that. But other than that, Chuck, three rounds of Geek is done. We could have probably went longer if we wanted to, but you know, we have time restraints. Um, and for the Active Geek Podcast, that's all we got. Toodles.